even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. The Smarky Geeks. I'm Frankie. I see a silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche. Will you do the fandango? The Jesus? I can't wait to hear the reason. <laughs> it's not even that big. <laughs> but go ahead. I'll take things. I'll take things that Frankie earned in bed for a hundred, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm John. I'm thinking the NHL won the Wednesday Night Wars. Toronto. <laughs> um, Alright And you are listening to episode 89 Contact information as always You can reach the show at www.thesmarkygeeks.com Call hotline number at 347-SMARKY6 Or 347-762-7596 Leave us a question, comment, be part of the show uh, Subscribe to us on whatever podcast cast you use Just search Smarky Geeks or The Smarky Geeks We will be the ones that show up uh, leave us a five-star review if your podcast catcher allows you to, particularly Apple Podcasts, has helped spread word of the show. Subscribe to us on our Twitters, at SmarkyGeeks, at Frank DeJesus. At the John Turiano. Subscribe to our Facebook group, which is my favorite place to be online, very lively lately. Subscribe to us on our Instagrams, at the SmarkyGeeks, and as always, on with the show. How you doing, John? I'm doing all right. You got any snark before the smart? Uh, I got a little something. Go for it. I got a little I've officially entered the in video games like area of my life where it's like I'm too old for this shit. I was playing Resident Evil Seven. Okay. They're coming out with eight soon, or it might have came out already, but it, it's, I think and it hasn't come out yet. It's coming out soon. So I played seven because it came free with my Stadia, I have Google Stadia. Um. Yeah, man, that shit's too fucking intense for me, man. I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's one of those games that just has nothing but jump scares. Ah, uh, okay. You know? And, it, and it's first-person view, and there's no music, so all you hear is your own footsteps, and the, your environment creaks all over the place because you're in this um, uh, derelict house that just creaks every step you create. <laughs> So you hear slamming doors on that shit, and you think someone's coming behind you and shit like that. And then sometimes something is coming behind you, yeah. And the point, the the it's easy. These games are easy. the The only thing you have to do is be calm, and that's it, you know. But I can't be calm. I just start freaking out, yeah. So. So I had to like just turn it off. I'm I'm at the beginning of the game where they first give you a gun, and this girl's coming at you with a chainsaw, and you're supposed to like, but she's like a zombie type of monster thing. So like one gunshot's not gonna do it. So the 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 solution is that you just gotta walk away from her, shoot her. She comes at you slowly. You walk away from her again to the other side of the room, shoot her, walk away, and that's it. That's all you gotta do. But I hit panic 
and decide not to move and just sh- continue shooting her. And, th- and then she just cuts me in half with a fucking chainsaw. And they show you her sticking the chainsaw into your stomach and just... I'm like, Jesus. That's my life right now. I also went out for the first time in over a year <laughs> to a restaurant. And that also helped with anxiety. That was fun. Took my wife out for her birthday. Don't worry about how old she is. I'm not going to tell you. At some point, I can't keep lying, dog, because then I just look like a creep. <laughs> She's an adult. I've met her. Yeah. She's an adult. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. That's it for See, your snark for the smart. No, I, it's weird because I was doing all this. What? Going to restaurants. Oh, yeah? I've done, when I was dating that girl last year, oh, we yeah, yeah, yeah. went to dinner a few times. Yeah. So I, I've done all this. Yeah, me, I went into, since the start of it, as much as possible, into quarantine mode. Like, I'm not going out. The only time I leave the house is to go to my office, which no one's at. It's just me. Yeah? The only time I ever have any type of social contact is you. That sounds really creepy. And, and it's, it says a lot about me, I think. Holy <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, So... Other than that, that's I, I don't do anything else. I don't I don't go out. I don't go to movies. You know, when whenever they opened up, I didn't go to restaurants. You know, I've ordered from restaurants. Yeah. I had it delivered and shit like that for sure. But I stayed home. I, see, I quarantined. See, my we gotta remember my job. I'm dealing with the public. Yeah, and yeah. my job never closed. Yeah, so I'm just kind of like I'm just. I mean, I don't go to movies. I don't go anywhere else unless I have to, but I've gone to Target, I've gone to Walmart, right. I've gone to Home Depot. Yeah. I've, I've sat and planted pizza in Wilmster and ate. Yeah. They have very social distancing seats, but I've sat there and ate. Yeah, well, I guess I've, yeah, I've done that as well and very small. Like, you know, like I've, I started to rely on Amazon's shopping thing where you can, you can buy groceries and stuff from Amazon now because they own Whole Foods. Right, and they just deliver it from Whole Foods. So, so yeah, so that, that's yeah. I've basically just cut myself off from the world, and it's felt good. But <laughs> it's weird. You don't want to go back. No, and now I got the two. I got both jabs, and I still don't want to do any of that shit. You know, I still have like anxiety when dealing with people in public. You know, I don't want to talk to people. But I don't think it's because of the pandemic. I just don't want to talk to people. <laughs> you know? See, now you have an excuse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get my first jab Wednesday. Yeah. So I should be okay by, by showtime next Sunday. Yeah. And then, then three, I'm getting, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm part of Pfizer crew. I think three, three weeks uh, I get around. Moderna gang, bro. Pfizer crew. Moderna boys. So, full, 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 and I think full, three weeks life. after that, I get round two. And then I'm yeah. fully vaccinated. So, they also say you should wait 14 days before you decide to do anything after that second job. What do you mean? Oh, you know, go out in public? Yeah. I'm going to wait longer than that because I don't do anything anyway. Right. But, uh, <coughs> bless me. you. Thank you. I mean, look, once I get the second job, I'm going to take the next day off from work. So I mean, you got sick, people in my job got sick when I got round two. After that, I have to go back to work. So yeah. let's go back to work. Yeah, what are you watching? Oh, uh, enough of the snark on smart. We're watching NXT TakeOver Respect, which is maybe six years ago. It was, like, it was the, sec- the first, second Dusty Cup or the first Dusty Cup? I don't remember. 
The one that Joe and Ballard won. I still don't know which one it was. It was the first one or second one. I want to say it's the second one. Because they, the majority of them were all won by makeshift teams. Right. I, I want to say this is the first one. No. I can't recall. Anyway. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, let's get it on. Let's get it on. What are we doing? What are we doing now? Uh, let's look, let's rebel a little bit. All right. Cute. Let's talk about Impact Rebellion. Yeah. The um the pay per view from. Sunday. Yeah. All right, let's go through the matches. Let's do it. Let's do it. I guess they had a pre-show match, which I didn't watch. I watched them last year, didn't we? What was it? Was Rosemary and Havoc defeated Kimberly and Susan? I didn't watch that. Then I didn't watch it either. Yeah. You were here. Yeah. Yeah, that was... We, we were recording when it was on. Yeah. So, we, yeah, we missed the beginning. Um, so, we won't comment on it. No. Next up, Josh Alexander defeated Ace Austin in a... Ace Austin and TJP to capture the X Division title. Yeah. I, I love this. I it was a great was, match. It was. It was a lot of fun spot fest, but a fun spot fest. And, uh, yeah, I, I think the X Division has been great lately for... I mean, it's usually the 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 standout thing for Impact right. is the X Division. It's been that for a long, such a long time. Um, this was no, no exception. Um, granted, I... Would have preferred a, a singles between any of these guys rather than a triple threat. And it kind of proved that on Thursday's night's impact when it was um, Ace Austin versus Josh Alexander for the title. But uh, but yeah, this was good. I like, I like it a lot. Three, three and a half snarks, I give it. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised they gave it to Josh Alexander. I uh, figured they would they would kept it on Ace Austin. Uh, I think Josh gives something different to the the. the yeah, but I figured Ace Austin. Would be, I mean, unless unless their plans will ultimately have Ace Austin go after the Impact Championship. It is possible. Next up, um, Violent by Design defeated Chris Sabin, Eddie Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack. And this is the debut of W. Morrissey, formerly known as Big Cass and Cass XL. Yeah. And my boy was ripped. <clears throat> Yeah, he looked really good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean, it was the this match was good too. No, there and a half. It yeah, was, same here. It was a, it was a good pay per view. The whole pay per view was really tight. Yeah, the whole card was really good. I, uh, I mean, Kaz here, oh, W Morrissey, um, the was fine. He wasn't stand out or anything like that. But I think him being booked as a monster like this is good booking. Yeah, um, but he, you know, he was just Kaz. It just felt like Kaz before, like from before. You know? yeah. He was just a big monster in the ring. It was, but it was fine. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The one thing that you notice that they pumped in a lot. Of, they pumped in fan noise. Yeah, that's what they've been doing since. Um, it kind and it kind of works because since they changed the the announce team, they've been doing that. And it, it works for them because the way they're the way their hard cam is set up, it goes right to the ramp. You can't see the crowd. You can't see the lack of crowd. Yeah. All you see is the hard cam for the most part. Yeah. Which goes right to the ramp, so you don't notice the little people. So you can kind of check your brain at the door a little bit and pretend there's people there. And it yeah. works. Yeah. Um, next up, this match was okay. Brian Myers defeated Matt Cardona. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, this just felt like a WWE match that these two probably had already. Yeah. You know? It wasn't anything special. But it was good... 
for what they did. I thought it, I thought it was also good. I gave it three and a half. I went three and a quarter. Yeah. Um, next up, Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering with Jazz defeat of Fire and Flavor for the Impact Knockout Tag Team Championship. Uh, this was surprisingly good. Yeah. Um, because I haven't been that much of a fan of Fire and Flavor as the tag champs. Um, I should have put more faith in the other girls, Rachel Ellering and um Jordan Grace. But um, but I gotta say, I felt like the knockouts kind of reminded us what the knockouts can do. Right. During this thing. Because this was a really good one, too. I gave it this three and a half. Three and a half not uh, three and a half, but... Same here. It, it, it was a lot good. I'm, I'm saying, like, it wasn't, like, some, like, standout thing. Like, oh, my God, I did the greatest women's division or anything like that. But I thought I thought these ladies did a lot of great work here. And Rachel Allering fits so much. Yeah, she does. Um, Real quick, at some point during... I think it was before, it was before the show or whatever, they announced there's going to be two referees for the main event. There's yeah. going to be an Impact referee and an AEW referee, and we both said the same thing. There's going to be some shenanigans involved yeah. in that main event. We'll get back to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Next up, Trey Miguel defeated Sammy Callahan in the last man standing match, and his match was just crazy. I mean, it was uh, it was murder porn. <laughs> yeah, <pretty laughs> I was much. like, what the fuck? Like, Sammy had 90% of this <laughs> just killing um, uh, Trey Miguel, and then Trey Miguel just ekes it out at the end. Um, again, another three and a half. It was a lot of fun. I went three. I went three and three quarters on this. I kind of really yeah. liked it. It wasn't boring, which a last man standing is hard to do for me because there's always that that ten to, count. Yeah, you have to wait around and stuff like that. But I think they kept me entertained throughout, and that's a that's a plus. Right, next up, Finn Juice, David Finley, Juice Robinson defeated the Good Brothers to retain the Impact Tag Team Championship. Yeah. I thought this was really good. I'm surprised. Yeah. I figured they were going to give it to the Good Brothers. Uh, yeah, I thought that was surprising. It could have also been a good like um, ruse or partial ruse for us to think like if they're not winning and then maybe Kenny's not winning. You right. know, that type of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought this match was good. Finn, Finn Juice was great. I thought, I, they've been fitting. They've been doing a lot of great work as the tag champs here and as tags in uh, New Japan as well. Um yeah, they gave this three, three and three quarters. Um, same here. And I got Diana Perrazzo defeated Tennille Dashwood to retain the Impact Knockout Championship. Again, I, there was a lot of shenanigans on this one. Um, with Caleb with a K doing stuff. And I didn't like any of that shit, but I thought what the, the woman did in the ring was really good. And again, I thought they helped to remind us what knockouts can do. I gave another three and a half. Yeah. Um, oh, it is at the end of this match though the return of Taylor Wilde. Oh, that's right. Yeah, former um, knockout leg, yeah. no knockout standout Taylor Wilde. Yeah. In the main event, Kenny Omega defeated Rich Swan to capture the Impact World Championship. Yeah. So I love this. It was good. I loved it. I thought it was. I thought it was really good. It was. It was predictable. Um. It was predictable. I don't know what you mean. You, cause there was no way they were gonna have Rich Swan be Kenny Omega. Okay, it was predictable. But sometimes it, the the right decision is the way you're supposed to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's predictable because that's what it should have been between these two. Yeah. Um, but no, I thought it was great. I thought it was. Uh, re- there was a point, like if I don't, I think it was like 23 minutes. But let's say it went just to make that math easier for me. Yeah, I'll tell you how long it went right now. I, I, but I'm just 23 saying. 23 minutes exactly. Okay, cool. But just to make the math easier, let's say it's 30 minutes. Kenny went was great 
for the full 30. And um, Swan was great for 20 minutes. And then he got gassed. And I don't know if, if it was part of the story or he legit hit a wall. Because he maybe can't, can't go as long as Kenny can because Kenny's known for going long. Um, but there was a point where he just... Not that he stopped working. Whenever he needed to do the move, he did a move and he did the move great. Right. Um, but yeah, there were points where you can tell like Kenny was carrying at the end the the whole match. Um, and there there were a couple of bot spots um, where uh, Kenny was going for the one winged angel off the top rope, and it was supposed to be like a reverse like a poison rana type of thing. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. But he didn't get all around on Kenny. So it kind of turned into this poison round uh, sunset flip type of situation. Uh, and there was another situation where they kind of, like a similar botch like that. But they moved on. Like they didn't... They didn't try to, they didn't try to do the move again. They did end up doing the move again, but much later on. Yeah, but probably because the move was supposed to happen again anyway. Right. Um, the But it also didn't stall the match. Right. You know, they didn't stop and be like, oh, we can't forget. They just figured something else to do and just moved along. Uh, so I thought they were both professional on that point. This was great. I gave it three and three quarters. Yeah, same here. Um, um, the one thing I will say is it did make um, crap. Rich Swan look strong because look how many V triggers it took to beat him. Yeah, this at the end there became a V trigger porn. I was like, Jesus, um, which I, I'm sure was the point was to make him look strong. Um, the 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 one thing I loved. Was that it was a clean finish? Yes, uh, I was. I was kind of surprised by that. We both thought it was going to be some shenanigans involved because that's was that's what they wanted us to think. They swerved us like crazy, you know. They with the whole double um, referees. Ken, um, Swan comes out with his boys. Kenny comes out with his boys. There's a lot of people on the outside there. You know, there's shit to happen here. And then what the the referee uh, Kenny pulls the referee to take the. The RKO, the that sunset flip RKO thing that uh, Swan does, um, and and so the impact referee goes down, and then Kenny grabs a chair because he thinks, you know, Aubrey's gonna be on his side, right? You know, because he's an AEW, she's an AEW, but she nope, she's not taking that shit, and she's calling it down the middle, and I thought, yeah, they swerved us, and it was that good type of swerve, where it was like we knew. I put it on the Facebook thing, and like, oh fuck, shenanigans are gonna happen here. You know, and then and they didn't. They gave us a, a very clean match, and where and then at the end, Kenny defeated Rich Swan and becomes the the double trip whatever champion that he is now. He's the title collector. Uh, he's the AEW champion, the triple um, the mega triple A mega champion champion, and now he's the TNA uh, heavyweight champion and the Impact champion. You know. Um, so, history made. Yeah, I mean, one thing I know is about TNA's pay per views as a whole. They did, they, they, they just cut off when they're done. Yeah. Like you know, the announcers don't don't say goodbye. They don't have anything like yeah. like Impact always has something. Impact, um, NXT always has like an appearance at the end, something to yeah. set up the future. Yeah. You know, next set of storylines. Yeah. Impact doesn't do that. They no. just end it and they, they they're done. Yeah. Speaking of announcers, Mauro Ronaldo came back for that. Yes. Yeah, he was great. Chef kiss, man. I miss him. This was the good Mauro. You know what I'm saying? This was 
My favorite was, I think it was at the end after he got the win, and he was like, uh, "Kenny, he, he puts the OMG and Omega or some shit like." That. <laughs> I was, I missed him, and supposedly, according to reports, according to him, rather, he this put, um, a lot of that passion back for wrestling. Yeah, I read so he, that too. Yeah. So hopefully, he comes back in some form somewhere. Um. I mean, I know I read Wama and AEW, but I think NXT, I mean, I think NXT, I think Impact would be a better fit for him and for the company. I think it'd be, yeah. Yeah, you ain't lying there. I think it'd be great for the company. Because they, they need Matt that. Striker. They need that voice. Garbage. They need, they need that voice. Yeah. Like, they need the voice of the company. They don't have it. Matt Striker was garbage this night. I mean, as much as shit as we give JR or yeah. Giovanni, they're the voice of AEW right now. Yeah. They have a voice. Yeah. Good or bad, they have a voice. Impact doesn't have that. Yeah. Match tracker in it. This was not like he's fine on the show, but this night was just not his night, and he, like he couldn't put over Rich Swan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like put over your company. Yeah. You know? I mean, D'Lo Brown's getting really good. Yeah, he's entertaining. He he and he just feels natural. He doesn't feel like he's stalling to figure out something else to say and shit. Yeah. Not a striker, right? To tell you the truth, it's just he says stupid shit sometimes. Um. But yeah, I, I I enjoyed this a lot, and uh, I'm I'm very excited for what the future holds for Impact. Uh, I watched their Thursday show; it was good. It does feel like they've taken some different creative changes. Like there's not a lot of that goofy stuff happening anymore. It's still there, but like I I, I they're not doing that. So I'm wondering. If they're trying to make it fit an AEW product, you know, because you know if they're getting AEW eyes on there, and they're doing like goofy supernatural shit, might put people off, right? Um, or not? Who knows? But yeah, this was great. I mean, a couple of WWE like well, like but I think it was Booker T and somebody else brought up a good point. I thought about it. Mm-hmm. How is this benefiting Impact Wrestling? AEW is obviously, obviously getting the benefit. No, 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 you know they're getting the use of the Good Brothers. They all they're getting champion. You know the championship for Kenny Omega. They, but where's Impacts? Well, <laughs> they get Kenny Omega. Yeah, but they're getting him for a couple of shows. No, and their show- he's been on the 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 Impact show. Yeah, but for plenty of time. But then that's all. I mean, they're not getting any AW talent outside of Kenny Omega, who's not wrestling every week. Well, not right now, but. It might, I don't, it might I don't turn know into else what the later. benefit. I don't know if Impact's gonna be better for this in the long run. I mean, I mean right now they're getting that little bump right now. I mean, Thursday I'm not gonna count Thursday's ratings, which are horrible for Impact because they were up against the draft, the NFL yeah, draft. Yeah, so I'm not, I don't care about that. But I don't know if this benefits Impact Wrestling long term. I seem like this seems like an well, it puts AEW, eyes on them now. But this at the point now to me, I was saying thing before I read this. It seems like this deal, no, this working relationship, quote unquote, is working better for AEW than Impact. Like I said, it's benefiting them more. How so? It just feels like it is. It just like. But how so? Like they don't even, they hardly even mention Impact on AEW. That's the problem. What that that's not that's exactly what I'm talking about. You just you, but you did you you just you just. But I'm it. saying like like how many more eyes do you think Impact viewers? Are coming along, but to why, AEW. The, why is AEW talking about Impact more on their show? I think is because 
it's a, you know everyone talks about it anyway. So if you are a viewer of AEW and a big fan, you're gonna know that Kenny's gonna be on Impact. I think I was I brought this up last week as well because I was confused about it as well because AEW hardly talks about it. They even they hardly even talked about the the pay per view. And I think it's because they don't want to confuse people. Because if you notice, he's Kenny has feuds on Impact, and then he has feuds on AEW, separate feuds. You know, so that they don't want to make like Impact viewers feel like, oh, now I gotta go watch AEW to find out what happens next in this feud. And then the same thing everywhere. Oh, now I gotta watch Impact to find out what happens next in this feud. But that's the but see again, that's but my problem. here's the thing, you you gotta know that access, not a lot of people have access to no pun intended. Yeah. They don't have access to access. You know? So you can't just be like Yeah, All but right. they can watch it on Twitch live. Yeah, not a lot of people want to deal with Twitch. You don't want to force people okay, so basically, to go somewhere else. So basically because so see, see to me, so basically just saying is because NXA um, Impact is not on a major a major platform that a lot of people have access to, mm-hmm. why should AEW even bother talking about them? Again, so uh, and because of that, AEW doesn't really talk about Impact Wrestling. Because of all that, not a lot. I don't think they barely mention it. They do mention it. They barely. showed them with the title on this week's episode. Okay, you know? but people they're not doing anything to hype people up. Say, oh, well, let me check out Impact Wrestling. So again, I'll ask, I'll go, I'll ask my original question: How is Impact gaining from this? It's obviously been working for them. Like this pay per view was the biggest pay per view they've had in a long time. It, it outsold one of their biggest pay per views this last year by over nine times. You know. So obviously it's working, you know. Yeah, the problem here is the problem. People tune things; they want to see Kenny Omega. Okay, okay. that's fine. Let me finish. Let me finish. What happens when this relationship is over? But that's impact that, that, situation. But you the, know, they got to figure they, out what is going to be next. My original point. I'm back to my original question. How is this relationship between AEW and Impact helping Impact's future outside of AEW's involvement? In other words, once the involvement with Impact AEW is over, where does Impact go from here? Did, well, did the I, hope is, is that they keep those eyes on the product. But but the Impact AEW is not doing anything to help that along. They're not really Kenny doing Omega is on the show. Okay, again, my point. Yes, AEW Impact pay-per-view is the best pay-per-view they've sold in the year. Whatever, I don't care. The problem is, it was because of Kenny Omega. If Kenny Omega is not in that, if, if that relationship ends... Between Impact and AEW, mm-hmm. what has Impact gained from that relationship outside of some some heightened views for pay per view in their shows? Once Impact AEW is gone, where is Impact Wrestling left? Well, that's the thing. Hopefully, they hold on to those viewers, those extra viewers that gain. The problem is AEW is not helping anything. AEW is not pushing them to get people to want to watch them. You said yourself they're barely mentioned on TV. Why are they barely mentioned on TV? Because not a lot of people have access to it. So because people have access to it, oh, why should we even talk about it then? But it doesn't still, help impact wrestling. Listen, they, they've been in the news. We're talking about them. They're all everywhere. The the, the hold, up, talk- hold up, hold up, You got the Good Brothers on in, on AEW. Okay, that, you got that, Kenny on Impact. Okay, it's been working. It, it's it's not though. It is though. It's basically smoke. It's a sm- It's working with smoke and mirrors. Let me explain that. <laughs> Again, AEW got one of the best got got a legendary tag team on their show regularly, right? 
Who from outside of Kenny Omega? Who from AEW is working Impact an Impact show? And Kenny Omega's not even there every week. I mean, he's not wrestling every week. If he'll show up, he'll do a backstage segment. He's not wrestling. Okay, yeah, no. fine. He's a champion. Fine. But why isn't AEW saying any of that people over to Impact? They say, oh, I like this guy in AEW. When you watch Impact Wrestling, it's like I watch him on Impact Wrestling. They're not doing that. Well, also, you know, remember they did send Sammy. Things didn't work out. Okay, okay, so Sammy fucked that that up. Well, no, you got to consider that it might be also a politics thing happening here, you know, or creative differences still. You know, these people are still people. So yeah, but the problem is, but the thing is, they you're, are you're, trying. You're, you're, the you're, idea was well, to have Sammy there. That fell through. You know, and they may try something else. You're defending. You're trying to defend this, and I and I applaud defend you for what? it. The, this relationship. You're, you're trying to prove it because it's been it's a not, benefit. But, it's not, but for who? For both. It's in, no, no. It's more of a benefit. No, 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 no. Let's not let's not split hairs here. It's benefiting the AEW more than the Impact. It's benefiting AEW more. They're getting more out of this deal. They are. I'm sorry. They are. <laughs> the, only thing, the only thing Impact is getting out of it is an occasional appearance by Kenny Omega and Kenny Omega headlining their pay-per-view. They don't have any AEW talent. AEW's got a bloated roster, which is not... They use... Um, forget how they use their roster. They have a lot of people in their roster. They can send some of those people to Impact Wrestling. Like some of the some of the mid card talent that may happen down the line, but why isn't it happening now? This relationship's been going on for months. You gotta wait. They're probably waiting until Kenny becomes champion, and then maybe that opens the forbidden door. This is why this <laughs> this is why this relationship is it's frustrating. It's impact is why not, is it frustrating? Impact is not You're the benefit. only person that's thought about it this much. Do you even watch Impact? I watch it. It's been fun. Okay, because you're because you're a hardcore, but the idea for Impact is the same problem with AEW. They got to get the casual fans in. People that don't watch wrestling have to should should be looking for Impact Wrestling because of AEW. That's not happening. It is happening. Their ratings have been up. I just don't I just don't see this relationship working. I don't see how this is benefiting Impact Wrestling. And I've been saying this in the beginning. I understand, but it's been wrong. They've. Their ratings have been up. They are ranking in the list when they hardly ever ranked before. You know? Their their viewership is up. Their demos have been up. Their pay-per-views have been up. You know? So I, I it's just, been beneficial. <clears throat> I just think that... I, I just don't think AW's... I still feel this relationship is benefiting AEW more than Impact. I, I, it is. Because AEW got the Gallows Anderson. Who the fuck did Impact get? An occasional, Kenny. Appearance, an occasional appearance <laughs> as no. their champion. <laughs> but okay, but the problem is, AEW got one of Impact's top tag team to appear on their show and wrestle regularly. Not champions, just to pe- wrestle on their show. Why isn't AEW sending any of their talent over to Impact Wrestling? When they start doing that, then you win the, and then we'll have a conversation. They have. Yeah, Sammy Guevara, who who became was turned into a little bitch for some reason and didn't want to be there. Oh, well, this is personal. What was with the Sammy Guevara slander? The point is, this he was going there. That. They had plans with Sammy, and Sammy's like, I don't want to do this. He contacted whoever he talked to, and mm-hmm. it never happened. So since then, we haven't seen. You know, since then, we haven't seen any AW talent impact. Well, you think you got their biggest talent? Take Kenny Omega out of it. You gotta have somebody. That's the most important one. Like of all the talent that AW has, Kenny is the most important one to have there. But and now he's their champion. 
and maybe that can open the doors for future talents to come through. Okay, you know? I mean, you're, you're insane. But we'll wait to see I, I, that happen. I, I don't. I don't. This is a weird relationship. I don't. I to me, AEW's is the one benefiting more from it than Impact. At this point, that's how I look at it. Like, okay, so if, let me say so. This Thursday, so so this Thursday, did Kenny Omega appear? Yeah, at the end. They did one of those gimmicks where they teased that he might not be there, but the, the 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 rule that they had set during the press conference was that he has to be on both shows. Um, so if he didn't show up, he was going to be he was going to lose the title. So they teased the whole show him not showing up. Like Callus is on the phone trying to get him to get here, get to get him on the flight and all that shit. And then he appears at the last minute at the end of the show with the Good Brothers beating up everyone. Okay, why again? Why isn't like, why isn't other AEW talent there though? Like having matches. Well, wait, it's gonna happen, you know. Obviously, I'm pretty sure we're gonna get a machine. Um, I always say their name wrong. The Motor City Machine Guns versus the Good Brothers. Jesus Christ, um, Young Bucks. You know, that will happen. What makes you know, they keep that? Do they keep teasing it? The Young Bucks. You know. Uh, to keep doing like these little things and winking at the eye, so that's gonna happen. Yeah, the young bucks, yeah, yeah. But, you know, to to me, the young bucks are carnies. I I they, I feel like they when they do shit like that, not a bad thing or good thing. They feel like they're trolling people when they do shit like that, just to get people talking. There's no, no nothing behind it. Oh really? When when has that happened? Because they did that for years with FTR and it happened. Yeah, but look how that only happened because FTR got the only reason that happened because FTR got released. Yeah, but still. If the FTR didn't get releases, that never would happen. Okay, but they have Impact and AEW have a working relationship, so it can happen. I, I don't think. I, I mean, again, I'm gonna stand by my original point. I don't think Impact is the one benefiting from this. AEW is benefiting more from this from Impact, and it should be honestly, it should be the other way around. Impact should be benefiting more from this because they're the promotion that has to grow. They're the promotion that. They had a minor league promotion out of these two groups right now. Not AEW. AEW is quote unquote one of the big boys. So Impact should be the promotion that's benefiting more from this. They should be getting more their their wrestlers should be appearing in AEW more. Why aren't Impact wrestlers appearing in AEW more? Well you gotta wait. It may happen. It should have been happening it should have been happening by now. Outside of Gallows and Anderson, it should have been happening by now. Ah, you gotta wait. What do you think you gonna Upend all their storylines just to you have people show up. You could have straight up had Rich Swan appear in AEW before the pay per view to hype up the pay per view even more. You could have straight up had it. No, they didn't want to cross the rivers. You can't but cross the streams like that. You can't cross the streams like that. But you're gonna have you're gonna have them wrestling on an Impact pay per view. But you can't. You don't want to cross the streams by having Rich Swan on AEW. What kind of sense does that make? You know, maybe have Rich Swan on an AEW pay per view. But this the, may happen down the line. You gotta wait. But, Give but it the time. point is, you were this seven, relationship really just started. Yeah, but the he point, just became their champion. But the just point, forget be, be, before the paper before the rebellion pay per view. Yeah. Why didn't Rich Swan make at least a one appearance in AEW to hype up that pay per view a little bit more? So you know what, you know, Kenny Omega wants to come into my house to grab the my title. Well, I'm gonna show up at his house to show him that I'm not afraid of him. Make one appearance a week before the pay per view. That's all he had to do. Maybe. They didn't have to wrestle; they had to be there. They didn't want to do that. Why? Because they didn't want to cross the streams like that yet. They don't. But gotta wait, man. But you're crossing the streams already by having cows and the Good Brothers and AEW. Yeah. One so step you, at a time, but that makes no sense, though. <laughs> that makes no sense. You, 
Kenny Omega's headlining an Impact pay-per-view. Yeah. He is in your main event. Why not have the man he's facing in the main event appear on the AEW show to hype up the pay-per-view even more? But you don't want to cross him? That's bullshit. That's a, that, that's a lame excuse. That's a lame excuse. There is no reason why they couldn't have him on there. But Kenny is already on the pay-per-view. You're already getting the hype. But why not have Rich Swan there? So when AW fans who can't who who don't watch Impact, they don't have access to it, they could see in person who the man Kenny Omega is fighting. He they could have shown him in person. Because Kenny has his feuds already going on on Dynamite. Okay, okay, so okay, you're what you're doing right now is you're proving my point. I'm gonna explain to you why. I'm gonna explain to you why. So by not, so you think Rich Swan is not an AW because Kenny Omega's got his feuds in AW, mm-hmm. but Rich Swan appearing in AW would have would have helped Impact a lot. It would have shown the AW viewers some of the wrestlers that are in Impact. So again, my point is made. This this relationship is benefiting AW more than Impact. Mic drop. No, what yes. mic drop is that? Like, how is that? If listen, you're gonna get all the AW viewers. With Kenny, regardless. So what's the, the point the of the trick? Just having... Is to keep is that want you, you want people to watch Impact Wrestling more than just for Kenny Omega. You want them to watch they'll, for well, the other talent. Listen, when they watch Impact, they'll see all those other wrestlers. But why not have them appear in AEW? Which is my point? original, which is my original question. What's the point? If they're gonna show up, I'm gonna, uh, if, I'm gonna ask you. Listen, hold up. If you're gonna get whatever amount of AEW viewers watching Impact anyway with Kenny, show, having Rich Swan show up, Rich Swan, Rich Swan show up, it's not going to get more coming over. It couldn't, honestly, it couldn't hurt. I mean, that's a If you had Rich Swan, say Trey Miguel, maybe Sammy Callahan, because you could have put Sammy Callahan, I mean, they still might do this, but you could have <sighs> Sammy Callahan in AEW because oh, no. the relationship between him and Moxley. That's true. Yeah, okay, so, so basically... You have all you have. You have a connection between AEW and, and Impact. Mm-hmm. There are connections there, but of different talents over different times. You could have had them appearing before now. You, like, at the very least, Rich Swan. You're saying how would it? How could it help? How could it hurt? Having Rich Swan appearing AEW couldn't hurt. No, hurts nobody. Just having him appear. But you're, you're with the, with the show, impact. It, when they're gonna get the same amount of viewers anyway? Listen. The, the the relationship is just starting. They're gonna get more. But it's not the point. But yeah, but the point is, why not just? You know, AEW likes to pride themselves on on getting out of the gate fast. You know, give the fans a big show every week. Go out of the gates fast. We have a new wrestler. We're gonna push him right away. Yeah. That's what they do. So they're being tentative with this. That makes no sense. Yeah. That makes no sense. Why not? What? But that makes no sense. Why not? Stop saying it doesn't make no sense. It Explain doesn't, why it doesn't it make sense. Why not have Rich Swan appear on AEW? Why not have Sammy Callahan appear before appear on AEW? You had a relationship with John Moxley. They were switch. They were the switch. Whatever they were called. Oh. Um, the Switchblade Conspiracy. Oh, okay. Why not? So forget the Rich, the the Sammy Callahan one. I still don't get why Rich Swan doesn't appear on AEW the week before the pay-per-view. All you had to do was show up at the end of the match when Kenny was out there, with, show up on the ramp, walk in the ring with the Impact Championship, hold it over his head. That's all he had to do. And they could have they could have went, they could have cut it right there. That's all they had to do. That's all that they, they could have shown. They could have shown highlights of Rich Swan throughout the show. 
This is the man Kenny Omega's fighting at the pay-per-view. Get to know Rich Swan a little bit better. They did they do the, the thing that Morrow did, hyping up the hyping yeah. up the match. Did they show that on Impact on AEW rather? No, they had a commercial for the pay per view. Yeah, okay, that ooh they had a commercial. What the thing that Morrow did, the video package that he yeah. did about Rich Swan and Kenny Omega. Why couldn't they show that on AEW? Well, they didn't show that on Impact. That but, was on YouTube. That was on their YouTube. But they could they could have shown that in AEW. That would have helped Impact a lot because it got people invested in who Rich Swan is. That's the point I'm trying to make. Uh, but it, they're still getting the viewers. It's not like they're getting more viewers out of that. They're still getting. Kenny's bringing like a huge chunk over to them. But it's, so but, why like upend your own show for that? Like the, you don't how need are to you, do it. How are you upending your own show by having Rich Swan appear at the doing end of the show? Other stuff with Kenny. You know what I'm saying? They want the show to end with their people's minds on Kenny. Why change things with your Rich Swan? Because he's headlining a pay per view for another promotion. But you already promotion. got the viewers. You already got it. Obviously, because they did great with their their pay per view buys. Forget the pay per view buys. No, you can't say forget the yes, pay per view buys. Can. This yes, should be entirely well, beneficial for Impact. More so than AEW. Okay, we got to think about a running track of outside of Gallows Anderson and Don Callis, who from Impact appears in AEW every week. Okay. If, if it's I don't the, know what that proves though. It like, prove, the point is, if you're gonna work in a, go into work, if you're a quote unquote big league big league promotion, mm-hmm. which AEW claims they are, and you and you want to help, all, they are. Let me finish. And you want to help all the smaller promotions because you think all wrestling promotions should work together, which is 100 percent correct. Why not have talent from small promotions get a bigger stage to perform on? Why not have talent from Impact Wrestling appear on AEW where they get a bigger, more people to see them because they're on they're on Access TV that nobody can get. Put them on AEW Dynamite where they get a bigger crowd, they get a bigger audience. Oh my God, this guy is awesome. Trey Miguel, he's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna find out a way to watch Impact every week so I can see Trey Miguel or or Diana Perrazzo. She's the Impact Women's Knockout Champion. She's awesome. I'm gonna find a way to watch Impact Wrestling so I can see Diana Perrazzo. Jordan Grace is awesome for her side. She's great. Uh, the point I'm trying to make is have this talent appear in AEW so it'll get more people to, to, to seek, search out Impact Wrestling. Okay. By not having any Impact talent on your sh- on AEW, they're not helping Impact except to get buys for pay-per-views. But you gotta wait and see what happens here. Like I said, Why this I- just has just started. It's been, going on for, it's been going on for what? Three, four months now? That's not just started. Baby three, steps. Four, three steps. Three steps, But they don't... But AEW is not known for taking baby steps. Yes, they are. That's all you bitch about is their long-term storytelling. But this is a relationship that could go that could go away at any second. Yeah. This is not storytelling. This is... This, you have a relationship with a new promotion. You've been... Put, you've been... You don't rush shit just because it's it's an uh, intimate promotion. If it doesn't work, it falls through. It doesn't work. You, the impact will move on. AEW will move on. Yeah, but they they have long term intentions here. Yeah, so I don't know what they are. I wish I wish I would know what they were. Why would they tell you? Because it makes again they're makes, gonna surprise you. This relationship makes, this relationship is, is benefiting AEW more than impact. All AEW had to do was have impact talent wrestle on their show. To get people to, to talk about the Impact talent, because you, if you never watch Impact, the only person you know in Impact Wrestling right now is Gals and Anderson, who are world famous, and Kenny Omega. That's the only people from Impact that you that you know. Yeah, but you don't now know they got anybody a lot else. Of people but that why not are have, not watching Impact again? 
back to my original point. Why not have Impact Talent appear on your show? Remember during the pandemic, they were having a lot of indie guys on their show and a, a Dynamite. Just yeah. give them time because nobody... They still do that, yeah. Why not do on the Dark, Impact? Primarily on Dark. Why not, do the, why not have the Impact guys on Dark? Well, maybe they'll do that. But why not do it... Wh- you wh- gotta wh- wait. Slow it down. What, what's no. your rush? Okay. What's your rush? What? What's your rush? Why not do it now? The point is, what's your rush? Why not have? Like why you? Why you need? You need to see. Uh, I don't know. The, <laughs> why not? AEW likes to have have indie talent on dark to give them screen time, and have a, indie talent on mm-hmm. on dynamite to give them screen time. Why not give it to Impact? You have you have a working relationship with them. You had. Kenny Omega, the the best bout, quote unquote best bout machine, headlined your pay per view, appearing Impact every week. Why not tell Impact? Now why let's take a couple of your talents, give them a national stage. It may happen. Why is it happening before now? Why do you need it to happen now? But it, it should happen by now. You guys gotta wait. Just be patient. So, okay, if that happens in the future, we'll have this conversation again. But right now, in this moment. The biggest talent that's from AW, Kenny Omega is the biggest talent for either promotion right now. No, Impact AW is not allowing any Impact talent on their show right now, outside of Gallows and Anderson, or only that because they're Bullet Club. Let's be fair about this. The only reason Gallows and Anderson are even in AW is because they are Bullet Club. If they were never associated with Bullet Club, then they they wouldn't be involved in this. Well, let's be fair about this. That's the whole point of right. Like, so okay. So, so basically, the only AEW guy, Impact guys that are allowed on Impact, they're on AEW are two former associates of Kenny Omega from Bullet Club. So ooh. So I'm waiting for the other Impact talent to appear on there to give them more screen time to give them the bigger stage that they deserve. Because let's be fair, somebody like Trey Miguel, fucking Ace. Why not push Ace Austin on AEW? Come on, give, give me Ace Austin and MJF. Give me Ace Austin and Sammy Guevara. Why not have that? It may happen. Remember, supposedly that was the plan that Sammy came up with. You know? It just it just doesn't seem it just doesn't it just doesn't seem right. It just Remember seems, the, it just the, seems the, the plan that Sammy came up with that I read was he would win the X Division, leave Impact with the title, and refuse to defend it, and then Impact would have a tournament. And then the winner of that tournament will come to Dynamite to get that title back. You know? So maybe maybe because Impact didn't like the idea of of all the AEW guys holding their belts. Well, listen. That's the problem with any... Um, okay, so uh, basically... That's the problem with any like promo, inter-promotional thing is who goes over. You know? That's right. So basically, AEW talent wants to be the talent that goes over. Instead of having Impact Town, who, I should, who could probably use the who could use the rubble a little bit more, they should be the one that goes over. Whoa, but no, AW guys want to go over. No, okay. but the idea you got to think about the end game. Okay, the end game was to put over Impact. You know, Sammy takes it and leaves disrespectful as a heel, and it and then and it, and it never well, they, happened. Well, because of creative differences or whatever. But I'm saying the idea there, if if that were to actually happen. Was to have them come over. So everyone's talking about Impact. And then an Impact talent comes over. But here's the problem. Because the idea was for an AEW guy to win the title and leave with it. And not have the Impact guy go over the title and never went anywhere. Yeah. That's the point I'm making. They should have allowed it to happen. Why? So AEW could lose. AEW could take another one Impact title. Then Impact's got to start. No. Dude, they have a tournament 
Everyone's talking about the Basically, tournament. Basically, we just I'm not done talking. Everyone's having the tournament. The, the, the winner goes to Dynamite to bring back the title. How does that put not put over the Impact in any way? Or the, the X Division? Puts them on a grand stage. But if they, they could, were to do, if had they were to do that, and it was supposedly it was going to happen on an on a dynamite, not a pay per view or anything, like a dynamite, which would have had way more eyes, especially now. Then why not have the Impact Town appear on Dynamite anyway? Ace Austin could have appeared on Dynamite as the X Division Champion when he was still opening. Even you could do it now with Josh Alexander too. What? Why not have Impact Talent on AEW? That's the only point I'm trying to make out of all this. To me, it it. It's not what it doesn't make any sense. You're not having any of the impact talent get a biggest day that they deserve. Well, you got to think about it though. Like, it, there's a lot of creative things you have to put through here, okay? You know, Dynamite is a very structured show, you know? So they don't want to add extra shit to it and confuse people. Like, what's this other show come from? You got to wait, build up the relationship more and more. So you let an AW guy. Win your championship. How much more do you have to build it? You know what I'm saying? You know, building a relationship more. This this would have been a conversation we would have been having two months ago when this whole thing first started. But you let an AEW guy beat your champion at your pay per view. Mm-hmm. How much more do you have to build a relationship? The relationship is there now. The relationship is set in stone. Well, he just won. let let that play out a little bit more. Yeah. I don't, I'm trying to figure out where you're coming from with this. I, I don't see it. I don't, I'm I don't see your patient. perspective. I'm not in a rush for anything else to happen. You know? I'm watching Impact. I'm actually watching Impact and enjoying what they've been doing so far. And I watch Dynamite and actually actively enjoying what they're doing so far. I mean, of course, you watch Impact. Does any AW talent appear on Impact? Kenny? Uh, outside of Kenny. <laughs> because Kenny, and he, Kenny doesn't even wrestle on Impact. He just shows up at the end. Sometimes he does. He wrestled, I think he wrestled once on Impact. Forget that. I mean, I, I, I'm not even going to say anything bad because, you know, Kenny's a star. Has any other talent from, I think, did somebody from... Private Party had a, a, couple, no, a couple of matches where they won the number one contendership. Right, I remember that. And then they lost to, the, um, the triple threat. They lost to, um, that was when... Um, um, it was Gallows and Anderson and not Machine Guns, but it was... The makeshift. It was machine. Storm and um, yeah. Shelly. Yeah, when they first got together. Storm and Saban. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, that's, I think because um, Shelly's out or something. He's doing something. He's doing. He has another career, I think. Yeah, because the the COVID, he didn't want to be traveling. Remember? I think he's like a doctor or something. He works in... Personal med- trainer, I think. Something like that for like rehab. Yeah. I think it's like rehab. Yeah, rehab yeah, type of thing. Yeah, he was a personal trainer, so he chose his career over wrestling. Would you know why you can't fault him? No, no, I don't. But, um... So hopefully when things open up, he'll get, he'll come right back in. But as of right now, that was fine. But yeah, we'll move on to news. <laughs> I'm, I'm still this is still frustrating me, but whatever. We'll, we'll Why? see. Look, we'll see what happens. Look, just let we'll, it go. Look, we'll see what happens <laughs> in a month down the line. If we're having the same conversation again, I want to know what you. I want I want to hear what you say about it. If we're having the same conversation in a month. Okay. About the lack of talent appearing on either show. Okay. Move it along. All right. Uh, some news. That wasn't the news. No. That was, <laughs> that was the debacle. Um, MLW, NXT, or WWE, uh, supposedly creating a relationship. 
there's rumors about it. WWE's got a reputation of not working with other promotion. I think Triple H is behind this. And he wants to dispel that rumor. Dispel that notion that they don't like working with other people. Like, from what I read, it's more about NXT sending some of their talent over to MLW to give them more TV time. Yeah. I don't like it. Why? I'm going to spot a few names here. Yeah. Um, WXW. Progress. Evolve. Uh, NXT UK. None of these relationships have turned out great, buddy. <laughs> you know? Evolve is, you know, whatever's going to be in the future, but it's gone now. You know? Uh, uh, progress. It, it's basically a WWE thing now anyway, and it's not what it used to be. It's gone now. You know? WXW, it's gone, which was a UK thing. Or German, I think it's Germany. Um, but yeah, it's gone. You know, whenever they decide to have a relationship with people, it just doesn't end up great. So, and I've been liking MLW lately. Um, so I kind of don't want that to happen. Because remember what happened with Evolve, right? Like when they had that working relationship with WWE. Um, you know, the, wasn't Evolve? Yeah, but I just... it, it, it was basically NXT Evolve. But wasn't yep. Evolve hemorrhaging money anyway? Like, weren't they on their way out anyway? Uh, particularly during WrestleMania is what happened. Because when WrestleMania was canceled, they didn't give any of that money back. Or something happened with the money where he, um, Gabe didn't give the money back or anything like that. But but they were doing great. They were doing a lot of big numbers. Um, ticket numbers, right, anyway. Because they, really, they didn't even have a TV show. But, um, you know, during that WWE run... But they had a lot of NXT talents there as their champions and shit like that, you know? Um, but yeah, it's just... Like, just none of those relationships end up great. I mean, hopefully this will be different. I mean, you know, it's a different world now. I mean, we're, po- we're, no, we're, we're slowly coming out of the COVID, out of the pandemic. Yeah. And hopefully it's something different, you know, where it's a, it's a true working relationship between both. And... I just don't want to see. It. I just want. To see. Just, well, I'm gonna use I your words. Want to touch. Why don't you? Why don't you wait and see what happens? Let, let it play out. I don't, I, well, the thing is, it has. <laughs> and with all those other names I spouted out before, uh, it's just that you know, history is usually a, well, a good pro- indicator. Pro- Progress is still wait a minute, Hold on, back up. Progress yeah, but they're not what they used to be. It's basically it's a part of the network now, um, but it's. It's not what it used to be. They've basically replaced everyone that was there before. Uh, it, the NXT UK thing gutted the whole UK scene. They went over there and they just bought everyone. And the whole indie scene in NXT UK, or in the wrestling UK, is abysmal now. You know? There's still stuff out there, like Rev Pro is really good and stuff like that. But, uh, but they went over there and just took everything like WXW and shit like that right but uh yeah it's just I don't know it could it could be good and I you know yeah sure wait and see but I just I, I don't have high hopes for it you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying that you know I mean MLW is not like the greatest thing so maybe you'll be excited but it is good and I like what they've been doing but uh yeah mm-hmm. Uh, uh, NHL <laughs> winning the, the Wednesday Wars. Yeah, so yeah, okay. Possibly. So 
everybody was worried that the re- what the story the rumor was that the reason NXT moved was because USA was be playing NHL games on Wednesdays. The NHL Network has a Wednesday night rivalry. That's their biggest night of the week for hockey. Yeah. But NBA Universal lost down the license to Warner, which owns or TNT. Mm. Well, I've got the, the parent company of TNT. I forgot what they are. So now Warner, Warner, Warner right? So now what's going to happen is the NHL is going to be on Wednesdays on TBS and possibly TNT, which would which would make cause AW to move. Now, one of the things you're going to say is AW's solid on Wednesday nights because that's the contract, right? But, but, next month is the NBA playoffs and for a couple of weeks next month, Impact is moving, um, Dynamite is moving to Fridays to accommodate the NBA playoffs. So Impact, a Dynamite's stronghold on Wednesday nights is not there. This is a 225... Turner's end of this deal is $225 million. Yeah. If they want to be on TNT on Wednesday nights, they're going to be on TNT on Wednesday nights. <laughs> that money talks. <laughs> I'm sorry, $225 million. Yeah. This is why NXT moved, because they, they knew they were going to get moved anyway. Well, I kind of feel like NXT moved to make it look like they didn't move because of NHL or AEW. Like they just moved because it's beneficial for them, right? But right, because because they I because what's his face Nick Khan he has said oh it's probably not gonna happen anyway the the NHA deal with USA or NBC right so they get uh they get in front of it they say all right let's move NXT down so that way when the deal doesn't happen we don't look like we moved it because of NHL or AEW. You know, we just moved it because it's beneficial. It's a, it's a smart idea for us to do so. You know, it was just smart. That Nick Khan guy is scary. Scary yeah. smart. Business-wise. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think this is going to happen right away. Well, no. It's not going to happen till It's not going to happen till next season. But it but it could happen during the But it could happen. Oh, Brandy Rose. Mm-hmm. But it could happen during the play. Eden the NHL. Styles. Eden Styles. But it could happen during the playoffs, though. Like they, the the playoffs are going to present a problem for TNT mm-hmm. and AEW. The NBA playoffs they're going to present a problem because like, are they, cause they're already moving twice. I mean, they're moving to Friday night's pending playoff matchups and scenarios of teams winning and losing. Talking about the NBA, stuff? yes, yeah, which now, they've done before, right? But you no, know, I mean, if you were a fan of Raw back in the day, how many times did Raw get moved because of the Westminster Dog Show? It happened a lot. It happens once a year. Yeah. They moved they moved to Tuesday night or Wednesday night, whatever yeah. night they moved it to. But but let's say so let's go into next season now. Let's say the NHL says, you know what, we want to be on TNT. Because TNT is seen as a more serious of the two of them and TBS. And TBS is more, known more for their for baseball and the NBA. Mm-hmm. So I could see the NHL wanting to be on on TNT. Like kind of like their own identity. So, what do you do? Where would where do you move AEW at that point? You, you keep, I mean, the, if you want to get if you want to get ballsy, you can go to Monday night. The problem is that now you no, compete I think against that's stupid. Well, no, forget I think the, moving to any. Just move it to Thursday. Don't worry about impact. Just move it to Thursday. No, no. The problem with Thursday is the, is the NBA has two Thursday as basketball Thursday and TNT on TNT. Yeah, 
Tuesday and Thursday nights on TNT of basketball. Like every week? Yeah. I don't know then. So here's the so forget Monday night doesn't work for a couple of reasons. One is against Raw, which is you know they they they'll welcome that fight, but they go off doing against Monday Night Football, and to, for Tony Khan that's a conflict of interest because he owns the NFL team. Yeah. Okay, Tuesdays are out because then you, then you're right back to the Tuesday Night Wars now. Mm-hmm. But actually, that would help us. I mean, our, we'd have a name for the show. Yeah. <laughs> like Tuesday Night Wars. But then they also against the NBA. Yeah. Wednesdays will be out because of hockey, obviously. Thursdays will be out. I mean, I mean unless things move around and then the NBA decides to go to TBS, then Thursday's fine. And Fridays, you really want to get SmackDown? SmackDown's a really good show now. It's actually a better show. It's still the it's same st- as Raw. It's but it's still it's, be- it's a better show. Um, but anyway, but the I don't think they can move it to Tuesdays because they were supposed to be on Tuesdays from Jump. Right. Um, and then the NXT was trying to get Tuesday as well, so they can get in front of AEW. But then that TNT said no. Because the AEW got the, the we're getting the the websites and the sites for Tuesday. Right. It's supposed to be Dynamite Tuesdays because it's going to be TNT on TNT on TNT. Right. Um, but they couldn't get it for whatever reason. They they had to go to Wednesday and then NXT went to Wednesday. Um, well, NXT was always on Wednesday. They just they went no, live. Live. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. NXT was trying to be on Tuesday live. Right. When they heard AEW was going to be on Tuesday live. But then when the shit happened, they couldn't get. Tuesday they went to Wednesday um I don't know I they can't do Thursday I don't know I, they can't do Friday I mean they could Friday Impact but I think they could do Friday I just don't want I just want them just to be unopposed the I problem want all is, the shows to be unopposed I understand that move it to TBS then we'll follow <laughs> you know you know and just be on Thursday on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just, just do it. The impact will move to Wednesdays. Who cares? It's, it, it's, it's, it, I mean, this is all dependent on what the NHL wants. Yeah. You know, if they want to be on, like I said, they want to be on TNT, they're going to be on TNT. Yeah. This is like, that's why NXT, if, if, if more, if time, if USA had ended up with the NHL, and so wants to be on Wednesday and on USA, they're going to be on Wednesday. There's nothing that nobody can do about that. Yeah. Now we're talking over $200 million. Yeah. Nothing we do about that. Yeah. Again, this is all... We might just be speculating because um, NHL can say, you know what, we're not going to be on, T- on TNT on Wednesdays. Yeah. No, we don't know yet. Like, they, they have, nobody's announced anything yet. Yeah. But the story, the rumor out there is that, that it's possible. And then AEW has does have a problem on there at that point. Yeah. And, and the problem is if you if you want to move to Thursdays, do, what do you do about the NBA on Thursdays? Do you preempt your show for the NBA? Do you put your I show mean, on after the NBA? You're not gonna get ratings at that point. Cause who's staying up to one in the, to midnight or one in the morning watching wrestling when you have to work the next day? Yeah. But I mean, like, how long is that NBA season? Like every Wednesday. Uh, on uh, Thursday. Uh, like, how many Thursdays would they be missing? What's about eight in a row? Yeah, NBA usually on every Tuesday, every Thursday night. I don't know. 
Uh, at that time? Yeah, from eight to, from eight to like one in the morning. Oh. They do, but they used to do back to back games. Because oh. oh. that's a national broadcast for the yeah. NBA. That's one of their national. Those are their national games. Yeah. You know, then don't when football season's over. They're on. They're on. Um, Channel Four, I think. Yeah. Or eight. I think it's eight. I think it's ABC or Channel Four. They have football seasons over. Who was on Channel Four? The NBA on Sundays when football season's over. Oh, on Sundays. Yeah. They they have they have a national. I think it's on um, ABC. They have the game of the week on Sundays. Yeah. NBA is big money. I mean, people, you know, you go on social media, they're all, they're all, they're like, screw the NBA, give us our wrestling. NBA makes money. TNT is going to choose the NBA over AEW. They're just going to. The relationship, they've, they've had like a, a, a yeah, 10 plus year relationship. That, yeah. There's no way that, that TNT and Warner choose AEW over the NBA. There's no way. They don't choose AEW over the NHL. There's no way. There's well, no way that USA chooses choose NXT and WWE over NHL and NBA. There's no way. Well, NHL is it's possible. Um, I don't, but it's harder. But it is possible because they don't. It's, it's, the rating is not as high as right. wrestling has been. Right. The problem. Um, the problem is the money they're paying. How much did NHL pay? Uh, how yeah. much did they pay in turn? Two hundred twenty-five million dollars. NHL says we want our we want our Wednesday night rivalry game on you on TNT on Wednesdays. They're getting their Wednesday night rivalry game on TNT on Wednesday. But you think they have an argument? But I'm just saying, what would the, what would TNT want? Yeah. What well, TNT is going to do? What the NHL tells them to do? Because the NHL is paying TNT twenty twenty. It's paying Turner twenty twenty five million dollars for these rights. They're going to do what they're going to do with the NHL. They're going to do what the NHL wants them to do. Yeah, it's possible. We'll see. You know, NHL is going to want the most eyes on their product. Now they could they, they could move with TBS, and they'd probably get eyes on the product on TBS as well. But I think TNT gets has a has more viewers than TBS does. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. So that should be interesting. <laughs> and they, I mean, let's not split this. NXT screwed too. But what about okay? What about TBS? Does TBS has sports on Wednesdays? I don't know. I don't know. They might have the NBA and they might have baseball during baseball season. Baseball, but baseball is more for summer games. I only really count that. Mm-hmm. But during the thing, if any, if if um AW moved to TBS, they would get screwed on Wednesdays because TBS plays the Atlanta Braves. So if any, if there's a Braves game on TBS on. Wednesday, they gotta go back. To, they gotta go back to TNT. So basically, they'd be flip flop between TNT and TBS. But like, what happening Wednesdays? They might want to just be like, "Hey, I don't we'll know." Skip a Wednesday. It depends on what the baseball schedule yeah, looks like. Yeah. No, TBS often plays national games too, mm-hmm. like a Yankee game. If it's a league, they'll have like yeah. a Yankee game. They'll have different games. Yeah. So if there are baseball games on TBS on Wednesdays during that during the summer, AW's gotta go to TNT because there's no hockey during the summer. Them the hockey season has to go back to TBS and baseball season. That's just them. You can't you can't jump around like that. You gotta stay on one station. That's why Raw, despite Raw sucking, they still get over a million views because they've been in the same place for thirty years. Yeah. Well, the same time anyway. Yeah. You know, for that brief period they were on TNN, they've been on USA since nineteen ninety three. So it's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna I mean once the NHL deal is officially announced, like. Like the scheduling is done, yeah. that's an t- that's an AW Tony kind of make a decision of what they want to do. They you no, know, they want to try to find another deal. I mean, 
move to another night, move to Thursdays, and and you know figure out what you can do about the NBA. It's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, you. I mean, the only good thing about NXT is they have nothing to go. They have no sports on USA. The only thing they have to go against is they have to go against ratings against whatever sport game they're going they they're going against on TNT and TBS. Yeah. But they don't have to go against any other they don't have to move for anything. Right. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh Andrade challenging Kenny Omega at uh Triplebania. That's gonna be awesome. Who do you think? Who do you think wins? Kenny Omega. There's no way they're gonna have a former. This is don't no. I'd be shocked if Andrade wins it. Kenny Omega's got this whole belt collector thing going on right now. There's no way they they give that belt to Andrade. There's no way. I'd be shocked if they did it. But maybe with the 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 borders opening up more, maybe they want their 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 champion back. I don't. See they don't. That. They don't care about their champions, right? Really. They don't. They, they, AAA has champions that they've forgotten about, like like titles. Uh, it's all about the the main events. That's all it's about. You know, uh, everything else is just it's just just have fun with it. You know, but uh, yeah, I think Kenny wins, but uh, it's gonna be a great fucking match. Can't wait to see that one if it happens. Right now, it's just Andrade challenging Kenny. For the title, for the the mega title, the mega campeon. But yeah, yeah. Speaking of Andrade, he's also being he's gonna be a part of the faction wrestling pay per view thing coming up in June, I believe. Uh, which is a new federation in Mexico. That is gonna be competition for AAA and CML, CMLL. Um, there are a few AEW names gonna be in this. Um. What's her? F- uh, Red Velvet's gonna be in there in one of the matches. Uh, the the Penta, the the Lucha Brothers are gonna be there. Uh, there's another name I can't remember. But yeah, but there's gonna yeah, there's gonna be a few people from AEW in this show as well. Uh, the big thing was uh, they got Matt Taven to be on the show because I had the the Ring of Honor connection with Roosh and Matt Taven and. Uh, Matt Taven, Taven is loved by CMLL, so that's a big deal. That why Matt Taven? Yeah, he's 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 been on CMLL. He he's been he's been there. He was their champion at one point. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, not I wasn't I wasn't being sarcastic. I I didn't know why. No, no, because I know you like Sam. Um, yeah, Taven. I do. That's why I didn't know why he was a big guy. Why he was a big deal. No, yeah, um, right before he became Ring of Honor champion, it was when he won the CMLL champion. Um, they like him over there for whatever reason they do um, but but now he's doing the Faction Wrestling which is going which is being you know you know set up to be a, a big competition for CMLL and AAA uh, so so that's interesting but they haven't really put out how we can watch this <laughs> so uh, I want to watch it but uh yeah uh, oh, I didn't write it down, but you want to talk about Tessa Blanchard, the rumor? Oh, there's more, there's more things to talk about besides that. Yeah, there's rumor her and Daga, her fiancé, are going to AW. Yeah. Is it, from what I read, it's all but a done deal? Yeah, it's just rumors now. Um, no one's really confirmed this. But they're not but, denying it either, so... 
Say that again? They're not denying it either. Nobody's saying it's not. There's not there's well, no one's. Yeah, they're not saying anything. Um, but uh, but it's just a rumor. And I hope it is just that. Why? I, she's toxic. You know, like it, it's the. I would give her an opportunity, just like um, Eva Lee's. You know. You know. You know. Keep on a short leash. See how she works. I will give her. One of those per diem deals, you know those um, those type of things like that, and see how how she goes. See how the locker room likes her, if they at all. But she's been in trouble, you know. She's known for being in trouble. She held the the trip the the impact title hostage for a while, you know. The yeah, I don't know if she fits, and I don't, you know, she's not that big a deal to me, you know, her or Daga for sure. It's not that interesting. Now, do you think they're thinking about this because they're trying to they're trying to bring a boost to the women's division? They don't need her for that. You know, they're doing a great job with that. Tessa is not going to boost it for them, unless the deal is she comes in to put someone over really quick. You know, I wouldn't mind that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like she comes in, fights Jay Cargo. And uh, Jay Cargo beats the shit out of her and sends her on her way. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't want her. I don't want her here. Yeah. What's your take on her? Um, it couldn't hurt. If, as long as she is on her best behavior. Like you said, she's, she's toxic. Yeah. They, I think the impacting... I mean, I still feel like there's more to the Impact story than what we're hearing. Let's assume there wasn't. What is the Impact story? There's the the racism uh, with um, La Rosa Negra, uh, another wrestler. That uh, I, I'm not gonna repeat what she said. Right now, but, please don't. Yeah, but yeah, there's there's all that stuff, and you know what I'm saying? Like, like why, why, like I don't know, I don't know. If it's real, I, I, I'm not gonna like the idea. Um, couple of little bit news bits. Um, Jason Jordan is now the oh, yeah, yeah. is now the lead booker or lead producer for Watch SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. Took the job from John Laurinaitis, who was just brought back. Yeah, this is nothing but a good thing. Well, producer, he John Laurinaitis was brought back as the talent relations man. No, but John Laurinaitis was a producer too. Yeah, and basically he was out of the position and it was given to Jason Jordan. Yeah. This is nothing but a good thing. You're bringing a young talent. You're bringing somebody. You're bringing a young voice. Well, the the problem with it is that it's always one person's approval. Right. Um, so it doesn't matter who you bring in to that position, unless that person is has the ear of Vince, and Vince is like, yeah, do whatever you want. Then it doesn't matter because he has to get Vince's approval. But. I will say this. Jason Jordan just got this job last year. and He's already moved up this far. So Vince has got to have some trust in him. Okay, he, but again, doing stuff that Vince likes. You know, being the yes man. Kind of like Bruce Pritchard. Okay? You see what Bruce Pritchard's been doing with WWE? Bruce Pritchard's a Vince yes man. Yeah? And now you got the fiend. And you got the female fiend. And they're doing all this shit with Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, but you gotta remember, Vince Gall's gonna be looking at the ratings are going down, and maybe we need a fresh voice. 
Like maybe you know we we need a fresh voice in here to to change to change the product to the future. You know maybe maybe Vince sees that. Maybe Triple H talked. To, maybe somebody kind of been thinking. You know what? We got to bring in a younger younger voice in here to to you no know, bring us into the future. All right, we'll see. But I'm not older. I'm not gonna hold my breath for it. I am. I mean, I'm 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 curious what they do with it. You gonna hold your breath? I'm not going my breath. <laughs> I, I, I I probably die, but I'm curious what they're gonna do. I'm I'm hoping I'm hopeful that this is a good thing. Yeah. Um, unless bitter news, not really news. Uh, Roman Reigns finally got new theme music. Oh yeah, it's really good. I yeah, like it. It's, it fits it's been popping, yeah. So basically, the only thing that's left or minus a shield is Roman's outfit, like his attire, like the pants. Oh, just the pants, yeah. Yeah, I and I definitely that's gonna change too. I think I think that's gonna be the last thing to go. Oh, I don't mind it. I didn't mind any of it. That that wasn't the problem. So, <laughs> you know. But Roman heel is the best Roman. I'm enjoying his run. Yeah, it's, it's the problem is is how they book him. His character work has been great. Yeah, he's, he's been done great. He's his been, promos has been great. He's been phenomenal. This is how they book him. It's like there's there's really no challenger for him. You know. Well, the next, I think his next challenger is Cesaro. Yeah. Come I think on. they I think they're setting up Roman Seth Rollins. That's more line. obvious than Swan Kenny. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way Cesaro's winning. You know, there's just no challenger for him. But you I think know? I like I think Cesaro is just the guy to is the guy before Seth Rollins. But I'm they, saying like there's no one that they've really heated up for it. You know, for to be a challenger for uh, Roman. You know. He's, he's, See, I told he's you. Did, I told you didn't attack Finn Balor. Relax. It, it probably happened on the, the NXT after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These can't make you lost. He does turn on. Um, um. Yeah, I mean, and Roman looked good. Like he beat Daniel Sat Friday clean. Yeah, with his um that chokehold. Yeah, the guillotine chokehold. He, he beat does. him. He beat him clean, which is great. I mean, it's pro- it's proven that it's just to show that Roman is good. Yeah. You know, he's a dominant champion. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they've been doing that lately. Like, he beat the shit out of uh, uh, Edge and Daniel Bryan. At WrestleMania, right. At WrestleMania and stacked them on top of each other. Yeah. And, I, and, all. and he wore a shirt the next, on, on, Raw the, yeah. on SmackDown the next week. Be, oh, beat him, stack him, pin him. Because yeah. that's what he said he was going to do. Yeah. And he did it. And then he killed them. <laughs> yeah, so I'm enjoying the hell. This is the Roman Reigns that we wanted for years. Yeah. This is the wrong way we wanted for a long time, and we finally got him. Yeah. And his relationship with Paul Heyman is this chef's kiss. Yeah. That relationship is, is beautiful. Yeah. Now, when Jay Uso, you know, when Jimmy Uso comes back, that'll be their their faction. It'll be oh, those yeah. three. You know, Jimmy and Jay Uso will be the tag team, and he'll be the single. That that'll be their group. Yeah. And that should be that's gonna be awesome too. Yeah, that should be. That's why SmackDown to me is a better show. They have. I mean, that's really all they got is that. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's but, it, but like I said, they got really nothing in lined up for Roman. You know, like they got no real challenges for him. Yeah. So that's that's my only gripe with it is that he he is the top dog like just like. You know, and then a lot of the stuff they do on SmackDown gets repetitive, you know? You know, they keep doing the same matches and shit like that. But, uh, but Roman has been great. Yeah, you know, like I said, uh, hopefully Cesaro's just that guy 
before Seth Rollins. I think Seth Rollins Roman is what we want to see. Because if, anybody, if anybody's worthy enough, the guy that you can see beating Roman for that tit- universal title, it's Seth Rollins. Yeah, but I, I, it doesn't even that doesn't even have like a like a heat to it, you know? Like there's, like yeah. I, don't, I don't see him beating. I don't see them booking that. You know, Seth Rollins beating Roman Reigns now, or even in the future. You know, he's, Seth still has this weird Messiah type of character that he's doing. You want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, good. Um, not the Seth Rollins. Uh, Chelsea Green's ideas that she had. You heard about this? No. So she came out and she said like there were ideas that she came up with that they that got turned down. One of them was that she was going to be a nun for Seth Rollins' Messiah character. Like she'll be a follower of Seth Rollins. Interesting. She'll, she'll be a nun. Um, hmm. One of them was that she'll be Dominic's girlfriend. Uh, another one was that she'll join the Iconics and do a, a, a terrible Aussie accent and they'll call themselves the Triconics or some shit like that. Um, uh, there's other ideas, but they're all stupid. <laughs> they, but, like, I, I'm, I'm not saying, like, they're her bad ideas. I think they were the ideas that she presented to them knowing that those are the type of ideas that they would do. You know what I'm right? saying? Yeah. Um, they're just dumb enough to work. Yeah. You know, like, this is what you present anyway. I'm just trying to fit in. Like, she, I think her ideas were just her trying to fit in with the company that she was a part of. Right. But uh, I just thought they were, they were funny ideas. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's it. Any more news bits? Uh, no. Ready for the main event? Yeah, I guess. Alright. Alright, let's get into this. Uh, this is the... I don't know what we're calling this, but the Wednesday Night Smarks. The Tuesday, Wednesday Night Smarks. Um... Where we shoot review both shows, NXT and AEW, against each other. And it's just our opinions. And if you don't like it, then go fuck yourselves. And buy our merch. Yeah, please. please. Now, as we are want to do, we talk about the ratings. Uh, pretty interesting ratings this week. I think t- people have been taking wrong takes on it. Uh, AEW did eight. Uh, 889,000 uh, doing a .33 in the demo coming in 10th NXT did 744k doing a .22 in the demo coming in at 11th but then from what I read even though the viewership went down didn't the demos and their exactly and the um exactly yes thank you it's all, it's all the same shit I've been saying about AEW it's the same shit for NXT yes the viewership went down which, basically, I think the malaise of maybe WrestleMania has finally gone away. Because Raw went down a lot. Kind of felt like it was going to trickle down to NXT as well. But as you brought up, their demo stayed. It didn't go up. It actually went down a little bit from last week. But it went from two three, a point two three to a point two two. Okay? They held their demo. Okay? That's good. Before WrestleMania, they were living in the .16, the .15, .14 demo. Now they're in the .22 demo, and they've been holding it since WrestleMania. This is good. It's not great. You know, the the dip, sure, it doesn't look great and blah, blah, blah. But the fact that they're holding on to their young demo is good. I don't think it's uh, 
you know, pop the wine bottles type of good. But it's like, all right, let's not press the panic button. Right. Let's see where patterns draw go. You know, drop in the weeks ahead of us, and then go from there. Uh, AW. Listen, Joe Biden is a fucking draw. Yeah, <laughs> which kind of I'll, I'll be honest with you. When I saw the numbers, you know, I you know, everyone was watching Joe Biden. I'm like, okay, I get why like the older adults want to watch the president. They want to see what's going on. Uh, the younger adults watched him too. Yeah, twenty over twenty million people watched. It was Joe his, Biden. It was his first. Now, what I read somewhere, I mean, this is off subject, mm-hmm. but that the the rating, the the viewers for his first speech were down from the, pre, the previous guy's first speech. And the argument I make is, when you watch that guy speak, it was like watching car racing. You're not watching it for the racing. You're watching it for the yeah, train. You're right? watching, you're watching it for the train wreck that was gonna come. Yeah, you, Same. You knew he was gonna say something stupid. You knew something was gonna happen. You right. knew something was gonna be. You know, you wanted the fuel so you can go on social media and be like, right. "Can you believe what he just said?" You know, all that shit. You know, love him or hate him, that's what he presented. You yeah. know, and that's what he gave the the mindset of well, let's watch this car crash. You know, uh, oh Biden. Like I, I, you know, what I was saying, I couldn't wait for him to be in charge because it was gonna be boring, you know. And we're not, but apparently, there's a lot of fucking kids out there that ran home to watch this shit. You know what I'm saying? That le- probably legit happened. There were kids, eighteen to thirty, the eighteen to fifty, whatever, who were like, "What time is it? Yo, I cannot miss the Joe Biden speech." It wasn't even like that big of a speech, was it? Like it was about torts and shit like that. Like what? What the fuck is wrong with kids these days? But yeah, like the top six or something like that was all Joe Biden on different channels and shit like that. And then somewhere in the top ten, you had the challenge, which was surprising. I thought that was over. I apparently, they did like a reunion show. Uh, Desperate Housewives or one of those the Housewives of something was back up. And the they their viewership went up actually, and um, AW. Though so I think of all the non news shit, AW probably came in three. But uh, but yeah, but yeah. So that accounts for their drop, and uh, their and their slight drop in the demo. So this is a number they can throw away. You know, it's not a pattern at all. And, uh, and it's not a bad number, even. Even for all this shit that happened, they were still 10th. And still, with 889,000, they were good. You know? Again, nothing to pop champagnes about and shit like that. But it's... They held on. And that's good. Uh, I'm more interested in what they're going to do next week. Because it's the blood and guts. Um, and uh, to see how that does. So, hopefully... There's no news thing that happens or some um, coup or some shit. Yeah. But uh, I want to see, hopefully that does like a 1.5 or something like that. Or maybe 2 million. You know? But we'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely see. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. yeah. So I went first last week. Yeah, I'm gonna. I didn't take notes again this week. I got you, bro. The problem is, I get it's on Tuesday. I get I leave work at seven on Tuesday nights. That's how I get home, no, dinner, no, shower. Don't I just turn on and watch it. Don't explain yourself. I got you. All right, because I do have a new job. You know, I work a little late on Tuesday nights now. Don't so. worry about it, boo. I got you. 
right, so first, I, can I, I interrupt real quick? One, sure. I know I always interrupt you, but nah, I do it to you all the time. Don't um, I I heard this on another podcast. Remember, I've been saying like the crowd on NXT has been dead. Yeah. After WrestleMania, and I, supposedly there's an explanation for that. Um, or part of an explanation. Um, supposedly the crowd there, or there's a small tingent of people there that have turned on MSK. And really? they're booing the shit out of them Why? when their matches come out. Why? So, I don't know. It, I suppose it's like a small group of people, but since there's not a lot of people there, they're loud enough. So, what happens is they turn down the crowd noise. Really? You know? And then that's why it just feels dead. But apparently... It's because, and, and supposedly huh. they've given those groups of people, those fans, um, are talking to. I don't, I don't know who, why. I don't know. Maybe they said something on social media, something like that. Or maybe they realize. Maybe it's those social justice people that realize what MSK stands for. What does it stand for? Mar- Mar- probably marijuana smoking kids. Oh. <laughs> and uh, and they get offended by that. I, I mean, it's in Florida. I don't, I don't. Think I don't Florida is weird. Yeah. Florida's Florida. It's just weird. Like, yeah. it, you know the joke, the Florida man joke? Well, the, whenever you see a weird story, nine times out of ten it's from Florida. Yeah, there are websites in, dedicated to that. It's something in the water, too. It's something in the water, mm-hmm. I think, down there. I don't know why. We, MSK is fun to watch. They're hilarious. They're great. Yeah. And they're hilarious. Like, they're, they're, they're like New Day funny. Like, they're, they're like that kind of funny. And if, if they sucked in the ring, I could see why people didn't look the boo them. But yeah. they're great in the ring. Yeah, they had a great match here this yeah. week. But anyway, let's get to the show. First of all, we're up to the main event, which is Sasha Bailey thirty minute thirty minute thirty minute Iron Woman match. This is why I turned this on because I wanted to watch this match. My favorite women's matches of all time. Yeah, it is so, great. Yeah. All right. So first up, we have Mercedes Martinez. Defeated Dakota Kai by disqualification. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, wrote, I wrote Fahita Kai. <laughs> I don't know. Auto correct. <laughs> no, it'd be funny. This is why it's a restaurant near NXT with, where they came up on the stage with a Fahita Kai. To kind of, NXT does a special episode. On there the you fifth. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do it on. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, exactly. Um, I didn't get it. Yeah, um, she got disqualified when um, uh, Raquel Gonzalez came in the ring and attacked attacked Raquel. That caused disqualification. Yeah, it was a good match. Wasn't a bad match though. I gave her three. Um, I went three and a half on it. Um, they were doing good work, but the my my problem with this, I don't mind distractions or DQs even, but why make me go through seventeen minutes of a match? This, then it's qualification. Yeah. She and and the the thing is, you're trying to heat up Mercedes to go against Gonzalez. You had a win by disqualification. Yeah, why you can't have her beat Dakota Kai for that? Maybe because they, they they they're probably because they cause at some point they can have Dakota Kai become Gonzalez. You can they, build her up. You don't have to do this weird thing for it. You know, the idea is Mercedes Martinez does, is not a believable challenger for Gonzalez right now. Having her beat people like Kai, who are close to Gonzalez, ha- makes her believable, you know? And then you can do the attack afterwards. Another problem I had with this was, which has nothing to do with the match, but is they had turned Gonzalez. She was going to, they were 
booking her or having her present herself as a face. And now she's a heel again. So that was my other problem. Like, who's the heel here? Yeah, I I, 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 I see that point. Yeah. All right, next up. Now, this happened over a couple of segments. I'm going to do it in one shot to get rid of it. Cameron Grimes. Well, well, before that was Mackenzie interviewing Moonshots, and they get the flowers. Oh, yes, yes. And Frankie Monet shows up, and she reads the cards. And it, was from, it was from Dex and Loomis. Supposedly. Yeah, and they're like, no, we don't want that. No, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so next up, so I'm going so to put this all into one shot. The camera grinds in a jewelry store looking for an expensive watch. Now, there's somebody, when you're watching it, there's somebody in the background reading yeah. the newspaper. I thought it was Dex Loomis. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, that's Dex Loomis. And it turns out, he's like, and he's like, I don't think that watch, that watch, you know, to how, how expensive the watch is. Oh, he sees a hand come out. It's not, it's not, it's not a million dollar watch. It was Ted DiBiase. Yeah. You had said a couple of weeks ago they were filming segments. Yeah. It's yeah. probably what they filmed. This was great. It was um, fun. I love Cameron Graham's character. I really do. The, the first segment he tells, which made me crack up, was that he tells a guy to go to the back to get the new watch, you know, to get the watch or the jewelry. And he's like, yeah, hey, take your time. I got all the time in the world, right? And then he looks away and then looks back, not even four seconds later, and then he's like, hey, hurry up back there. <laughs> that cracked me up so much. That's um, something he would do. Yeah. He's one of those rich assholes. Yeah. Like, all the time in the world, what's taking you so long? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the Ted DiBiase later on. That was um, fun. It was nice that was Ted. fun. It was good to see him. Ooh. Um, it was great to see him. I was hoping for more... And maybe we'll get more. Yeah. But I'm kind of... I was hoping for more to come from this. I'd be, no, no. But I was happy with this. I'd be cool if they, if they end up being Ted DiBiase being, being his manager. I could see that. Yeah, or... or like, like, I want Grimes to have that belt. You know? Like, fuck y'all. I got my own belt. Yeah. Because I bought it with my money. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> to the moon. Yeah. Alright, so next up, um, the Grizzled Young Vets come out to pan, de- um, demanding a match against MSK. They're one-on-one. Out comes Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Yeah. Talking about how you know, they'll, you know, they're out to prove you know, that they should get a title shot or whatever, and they start brawling. Yeah. And they end up winning the brawl, so I guess that we're going to get that feud before we get Grizzled Young Vets and MSK. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. Yeah, that's why this should be a great match itself. Yeah, oh, it should be, definitely. Um... Thatcher came off hokey here. Yeah, I was, you know, I'm not a Thatcher fan. Yeah. But I was enjoying his, I'm enjoying his tag work with, with Tommaso. Yeah. But this was kind of weird. It was yeah. kind of like, because he was referencing something that nobody probably have seen. The the NXT UK in Cardiff. Yeah. You know, no one's seen that. And he's referencing that. And he's doing the, the, the music, you know, take your shoes off and stuff like that. Yeah, and then they both took their shoes off. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. It was weird. I don't know. But it was... It, I wasn't, like, disgusted by it. I mean, the, the one thing I don't like about what's going on, though, is they kind of hinted at something with Imperium a few weeks ago. Yeah, they, I'm hoping they come back to it. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm hoping they come... I'm hoping that this plants the seeds for something later. Because I think right now they're working with Killian, on Killian Dane. I think they go after Thatcher after. I'm hoping. I hope so. I did something about that. I kind of dozed off during this part. Well, before this, you have Mackenzie interviewing Drake and Dane. And Drake, oh, yeah, I see that, yeah. Yeah, Drake doesn't trust Dane because he feels that he's going to do a 
horsemen beat down and stuff he's like that. Like, I'm watching a wrestling. Yeah. I know what's going to happen here. Yeah, he's a smart one. He's a smart. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, a smart one of the group. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the, the Tian Sha thing is where I got my name from. Oh. Because this, this looked like the Queen video. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're so, right. So, now, I think... When, my, 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 yeah, because I was dozing on off during it. I was like, 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 like Bohemian Rhapsody. Because for, yeah, because first you see uh, Xylee. Yeah, then you see uh, Bo. Bo. And then out of nowhere comes whatever her name is. What's the girl's name? I, I don't know. I think the group is named Tian Sha, right? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, hold on. I forgot what they called the... the Xylee? No, Xylee is the one that they turned into. All it says here is Xylee, so I don't know. I can't remember, yeah. But... Yeah, then the the thousand year old dragon lady came comes out of nowhere, but it looks like Bohemian Rhapsody. They should have had Fandango come out there, like, cause you know, do the Fandango type of thing. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> then they have Isaiah, Isaiah for Scott telling Leon Ruff he probably want to end them in a false guy anywhere. So I think next week we're getting false guy anywhere. Yeah, we Isaiah for Scott and Leon Ruff. Yeah, we're gonna. Still... And Leon Ruff has not been badly. Like he found like his you know. He, he found he, him and Swerve work well together. They have good chemistry in the ring. Yeah, his, listen, Larry Ross wrestling has never been bad. It's always I been his character work. It's his character work and his booking. And even this has been confusing because it's like, why is Larry Ross getting a shot on Swerve? This should have been over. Yeah. Swerve beat him clean. Yeah. And then you have Leon Ruff attack him from behind and shit like a heel. So I'm like, what? what is going on? That's my only problem with it. But they will do a great match, these two. Um, I'm sure of it. But yeah, my only problem is how they structure this stuff. Right. You know, like this promo was great. Even Leon Ruff's promo is great. But I think it's funny is how Swerve's promos are always like this big production. Right. Right. With 4K cameras and special lighting behind tech, you know, behind TVs and shit like that. And Leon Ruff does a promo from his phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I think that's cool. Like, that shows you the difference between yeah, these yeah. guys. Like, one's more homegrown and the other one's, like, more produced. Right. Yeah. Um, next up, we had Tony Storm. Is, I, I, I almost said this wrong. Zaida Rammer defeated Tony Storm after Zoe Stark. You did say it wrong. It's, it's Zeta Rainier. Zeta Rainier. I almost said Tony Storm won the match. That's, 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 oh, my, that's where my mistake I'm almost sorry. came. Yeah. Well, that's well, that's what should have happened, but yeah. Yeah, but some, uh, Zoe Stark distracted Tony Storm, allowing Raymer to get the pin. With a, shooting, with a very nice shooting star press. The shooting star was very good. The match was okay. I gave it three. I was very into Like a, not a gentleman's three or anything. Like it was a, a well-earned three. Um, I just feel like it helped no one. I don't feel like this match helped Zeta yet. Anyway, like if she shows up in the weeks to come, getting wins and shit like that, then yeah, it's helped. But um, but this didn't help Tony, who's in a feud with Zoe Starks. Zoe Starks, excuse me. Um, uh, so I, I just didn't get again. I didn't get the booking of this. But yeah, but I guess it was, I guess it was the Zoe Stark with the reason Tony Storm lost. I guess to build up more heat to that feud. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Right. Um, one more match, and I'll, then, I'll, then, I'll, then I'll, I'll go over to you. Before your match, yeah. you got Legato doing a promo. Okay. Uh, then, uh, yeah, this was weird shit. Yeah, Legato does a promo. It's a good promo. I liked it. And then Bronson Reed comes out for his match. 
Then they go to commercial. Then LA Knight does a promo. And then Everrise shows up. Everrise name was funny. Yeah. I remember they come out like that. He goes, he goes, you know what? Like, nope, back to you. And they're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like they get no respect. I thought, yeah, I thought that was funny. I thought Mackenzie was great here. Um, She's getting good at her role. Yeah, and then they went to the match with Bronson. Like Bronson was in the ring waiting like 15 minutes. Why do they keep doing that? They did, yeah, they've done that more than they've yeah. done that a lot. It's weird. So anyway, so um, give me one second. I gotta find it. This wasn't a bad match. It wasn't great either. Bronson right. Reed defeated defeated Theory, so he's a new number one contender. Yeah. This whole big thing. I mean. You know, when the way came out, Indy Hartwell is like that, that depressed schoolgirl because Dexter Loomis gave flowers to other yeah. girls, supposedly. So she came out. I mean, then why even come out if you like that? Stay in the back, bitch. <laughs> Stay in the back. Yeah. But the way came out, you know, the cancel had to keep pushing Indy Hartwell in the right spot. It was it was weird and kind of endearing. It was just weird. And Loomis came. Well, Candace, Indy came out. And then Loomis came out creeping. To, right. to chase her and chase her around the fucking ring and then they end up in the ring yeah at one point um, I think um, um, it was like Theory was going to go after Loomis and Theory pushed Hartwell out of the way and no. Loomis took the elbow Loomis pushed her out of the way right so, so, the, the, so Hartwell wouldn't get hit right yeah, yeah I mean it's, it's this you, did you hear what she said who she's like no well Andy she was yelling at him, at Loomis, like, go away. You know, go away. You talk too much. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? That's just, it's, it's, not... it's weird. It's probably that guy that talks all the time. Like, when he, like, she saw the other side of him where he just, he does not shut up. I, it, the match, like you said, I thought the match was actually really good. I gave it three and a half. No, same like here. easy three and a half. I thought they, what they were doing was really good and innovative. And, um, and, I, you know, and then they gave the win to Bronson. To, Technically, claim win to Bronson. Um, it, it's just I don't know. It's just the whole Loomis and the way stuff. I'm in, honestly. I mean, I'm gonna go by. I'm going by like a website to, to keep track of what match that I didn't write anything down. This is what they wrote. The indie Hardwell Dexter Loomis has developed strangely, strangely. To the story's credit, though, NXT has made it interesting. Every week is an unknown. The fact that Loomis cannot talk only makes the story more fascinating. Every communi- miscommunication is easy. So it's not the greatest storyline, but it's not hor- as horrible as it was. It, it's still dumb. Like, come on. He comes out creeping. He's supposed to be a face. And he's stalking this girl. And it, that, that all that shit stops the match. You know? Like, uh, all of a sudden, Bronson and Austin have to pretend they're dead for a while. So these two can do their... Yeah, there was, a, there was a lot of it wasn't a lot of lying around waiting for other people yeah. other shit other shit happening around yeah, them. Yeah, you know, it's it's just I don't I don't like it. It's not for me. I don't I, I don't mind it. I, it, I think it's dumb. I that, this I'm, is main roster shit. Yeah, it's not, yeah but you know what? It's dumb. It's I, dumb. He's a creep from the creep farm. Go back to the creep farm. You know? Well, I'm not a Dex Lewis fan anyway. I mean, look, his talent is great. I'm not a fan of the character at all. Yeah, it, I think it should go away. This whole way comedy shit it should just go away. <sighs> Whatever. Go to Gaff. You're up. Oh, thank you. Uh, let's see where I will stop. I'll stop with Chris Jericho. All right. With the the pinnacle, because that's usually his thing. Is usually at the top of the hour anyway. All right, that's fine. Um, because that's that's how this short trip. 
Uh, we open up with Brian K. By the way, I, I promised I promised to write you down this week. Oh, don't worry. I got you, boo. I want to write you down. I got you, boo, because I ain't going to let you forget this dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I'm not joking. Uh, <laughs> Brian Cage defeats Adam Page. Uh, I thought this was going to get really confusing for the announcers, but they they, they, helped. they did a really good job. Um, I, I love this. The match itself, I mean... The match itself was a glorified squash. It was. I don't get... When I, when I watched it, and I saw it happen. I get how Cage beat him. He beat him because the rest of Team Tag beat Paige. I get all that. That's the out, but it wasn't. You know, it was basically a clean win. But why? You know, he got his 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 um comeback moment. You know, got a few moves in there, but ultimately he was done, and then he he got the he, he got the L. He took the L. But why you you're trying to build Paige up to be? Why have Cage win this? Because they're stalling for Adam Page. They're not going to put him against Kenny Omega right now. You so know? you and have so this... you have him get squashed by Brian Cage. That makes no sense. Why doesn't it make sense? It doesn't. Why not? Stop saying it doesn't. Explain why not. You're trying to build him up as he's a, he's a, he's the top guy in AEW. Yeah. He is the number one contender with your quote unquote rankings. Yeah. Why not have him just win? And you could do, you you could play that he, he keeps winning, but Kenny Omega is avoiding him. Then he loses all of a sudden. Oh, maybe he's not done more contending because he lost. Just have him keep winning and have Kenny Omega just keep avoiding him. Because Kenny Omega is afraid of him because he's not more contender. But Why have Cage beat him? What does that do? What does that do for anybody? Like who benefits from Cage winning this match? Who Cage. benefits? From? How does he benefit? He he won the match. But winning the match doesn't mean you benefit from it. Looks good. Yeah, but he only won it. It's the problem is the way they booked it. He only won it because Team Taz beat Page down. Yeah, that happened before right. the match. The, po- the point I'm trying to make is the only reason he won the match is because Team Taz beat him down. He didn't beat pri- he didn't beat Adam Page he didn't at beat full fresh strength. Yet. Right. If well, you that's a Adam- story you could tell. Yeah. Somewhere down the line, maybe they'll do that. We'll see. But that's something they can do. But I, I don't get why you have Paige lose this. But whatever. I, I to me, it makes no sense. Anyway, I love the match. Uh, I gave it three and three quarters. Are you in? Whoa! Stop. What? Three and three quarters? Really? I gave it three. Three right. and three quarters for this. It was great. Where was the problems? It was Paige getting beaten down and Cage and Brian Cage picking up the pieces, and getting the win. How was that three and three quarters? How? Because it was structured like you supposed to have. You would think Paige was going to squeak out a win, but it didn't happen. You know, and you know Paige. So you gave it three three quarters because you were surprised by the by the win. No, let me finish explaining. You know, it's real world logic. You know, like he he didn't get the win. You think he's going to get the win, or he's going to kick out out of that drill claw, but it doesn't happen. You know, and he wins. You know, it wasn't a short match. It wasn't long either, but it was it was a match. You know, there's no way I can give that three three quarters. No there was way. nothing wrong with it. There were no botches. No no. Doesn't mean just because there were no botches and there was nothing wrong with it doesn't mean it's a three three quarter match. There's no. They way. worked well together. No. Paige did great selling for Cage. But that doesn't mean it's it was three, entertaining. Three. I was entertained as fuck. So you're gonna give it three three quarters because you it was action packed. Oh, you're insane! Oh, you're insane! I went three. I'll even th- I'll even get a gentleman three and a quarter. That's as high as I'm going. 
That makes no sense. Seriously, how you gonna go? There's no way. That was I mean, a war fight too, but it, I loved it. If you, if you had said three three quarters three three quarter squash match, then I'm on you. I'm with you. Right eye at that point. But three three quarters is a regular match? No. Yeah. No. No, nah, yeah. No way. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yes. Uh, the Elite. Oh, yeah. The Elite do a limo promo, um, which I thought was funny. Because they're all in this limo. It's a very tight limo. Um, and then uh, we don't know if Machine Gun had pants on or not. And uh, Kenny does his promo, and he's saying, you know, like, we're not scared of y'all, blah, blah, blah. And then the, the, the limo beeps, and they all jump, like, oh, shit. And it turns out it was Michael Nakazawa. And then they say, you want me? You ain't gonna get me. You're gonna have to fight Nakazawa. So it looks like he's punishing Nakazawa for pressing the, the horn. Um, I thought the promo was fine. Uh, after this, we got the Young Bucks defeating the Seidel brothers. I thought this match ruled. Uh, these two teams uh, were great to, with each other. The, the chemistry was there. I think Matt Seidel was a great get for them. Um, Mike Seidel has proven to be really good here with this company. Uh, and he, he plays a role. I thought this was just great. The Yeah, and then, you, of course, they had the title step thing as well here. Like, if had they won, they would have gotten a title shot. Uh, which, again... It didn't happen. So, I loved it. It was good. Three and three quarters for this match. You're insane. I went three and a half. It was good. What was wrong with it? It was good. I, I won't go three and three quarters. It was good, though. Okay. <laughs> anyway. But see, you, you, you like giving... You like giving... You love giving AEW matches these high rankings because you're entertained by them, which is fine. That's the point! <laughs> yeah, but but as a pure... As a wrestling match, just because you were entertained by it, was it that great of a match that deserved three and three quarters? Yes. If they're not doing anything wrong and the booking is right and it makes sense and it's good... Like what else are you? What else? Are, what are you basing it on? How they move? Like what did they? I don't. I just. I, I just don't see. It was a good match. There's nothing wrong with it. It was good. It was solid. But three, three and a half, which is not bad. Which no. is still good rating. Yeah, it's more than average. But I also, I, I'm, I guess I'm stuck on how you get Brian Cage and Page three and three quarter. I guess I'm stuck on that. But I digress. Okay. Um, it was still good. Uh, then you had uh. Where we go? Right, then we had a Jay Cargill promo, video promo. This was good. Um, just her, just selling herself more to whatever faction that wants to give her a contract. Uh, then we have uh, the Orange Cassidy defeating Penta. Uh, this was great too. This at first seemed like it was like an indie match where they were doing their gimmicks, right? Where you had um, Orange Cassidy kept trying to put his hands in his pocket. And Penta didn't have, didn't want anything to do with that shit. And he would stop him. He would do the zero mid, yo, like 20 times and shit like that. And then, and then, um, then after that, I thought they were just going to do like a quick match. After doing the gimmicks. And then it'll be over. No, they did a, they went a balls to the wall match and it was great. Uh, I did love how they made the whole hands in the pocket thing useful. Because it helped him get out of a move at one point, and he's struggling like crazy to get his hands in his pockets. Um, I love this. I gave it three three quarters as well. I, I'm assuming you had a problem with it. 
I like Orange Cassidy. I do. At the kind of over the gimmick though. I don't and I don't get why he wins over Penta when you're trying to build Penta up as a legit contender for a title. Cause you have Ray, you have Ray Phoenix and Pac in your tag division, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Why not have Penta win matches so the heat him up for a title shot somewhere down the line, either against the TNT title or for the world title? Why have him lose to Orange Cassidy? Well, right now, the Pen- the Death Triangle are in this feud with the best friends. But you want to... But This was the heels getting their comeuppance from last week. When they attacked um, with with the microphone. You thought it was going to happen again here, but it didn't happen. This time, the heels get their comeuppance and they got hit with the microphone. So last week, the, last week the heels won, this week the faces won. Yeah. Because I'm sounding like 50-50 booking to me. I'm just saying. Well, no, you're putting words in my mouth. No I'm one not, said not. that 50-50 booking... I never said 50-50 booking was bad. The problem with WWE and NXT particularly is that they do it all the fucking time. 50-50 booking is not bad. It is useful and it helps, but it's when you do it all the time. I guess the only time I hear you complain about is WWE. Because they do it all the time. I'd still rather rather have Penta win this. The match was fine. I went three three and a half on it. It was fine. I would rather have Penta win this to heat him up even more to eventually get a title shot. But that's not their focus right now. And now the focus is on this feud. So you're going to have him lose matches in the feud. So when he's done with the feud, he moves on to become a contender for a title. Then he starts winning. Yeah. That, but you're losing the matches in a feud to win matches and become a contender. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you be better for winning the matches in a feud as well? Well, he'll get his wins down the line. Like, the, the, the feud is not going to be detrimental for him getting a title. He'll get his wins, and then he'll get the title shot when he's ready, when they're ready to put him on for a title shot. Okay. I mean, this is weird booking, but okay. How's that? That's just logical booking. Yeah, but, I mean, you have, you have a star like Penta who's phenomenal in the ring. Just have him win. You know, build him up as a legit contender. You don't have to lose to Orange Cassidy. What do you mean, lose to Orange Cassidy? You make it sound like that's a horrible thing. Yeah, but you're losing to me. Like, I like Orange Cassidy, but he's a gimmick guy. He's, he's got that sloth gimmick. No, he should not they be They have plans he be, for Orange Cassidy. He should not be beating... Dude's almost 40. Regardless, they have plans for... He should for not him. be beating somebody like Penta. I'm sorry. No, they got plans for Orange Cassidy. I don't know what they are, of course, but they have plans for him. I don't think yeah. they know but he should not be Penta should be the guy one of those guys that they're building to should be just winning matches. But anyway, okay. so I give the match uh, three three quarters. After this, we have a uh, Britt Baker promo, which was good. Uh, which I'm, I gotta assume you love this promo. It's all about the making fun of the rankings. <laughs> uh, see the fact that she does that proves that I'm kind of right. No, it no it proves that the rankings are bullshit. No. It's both. They're there for a story device. They're there to keep people honest with their push. So, it does, like, if someone pushes, is getting a push, they look like winners. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not giving, like, a jobber who comes out of nowhere a title. Just, you know, you've got, like, 50 losses and all yeah, of a sudden he but, gets one win. Yeah, but you know what? You, you could win a random match 
And and the stipulation behind the match is though if you win this match you get a tie like the Seidel brothers. Okay, they're not ranked anywhere, but if they beat the Bucks in a non-tile match, they automatically shoot up the number one contender for the tag titles. No, but if you look at the Seidel brothers, you'll see that they have a string of wins. Okay? Where? Oh yeah, dark. Regardless, dark, doesn't matter. They're being pushed. Okay? In in some form. They look like contenders. Instead of looking like people who just got a string of losses and then get a shot. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. To keep them a little bit honest so that when they give someone a shot, they look like someone who's been winning. That's it. And then sometimes they doll out the heels to use it as a story, like Britt Baker. You know, she's using it to be a, to be a bitch about it. Like, look, I'm using your legit rankings. And all she's been doing was fighting on dark and dark elevation. And fighting jobbers, you know. So you know that's all it is. It's just a story device, and it helps them be uh, keep them honest. And they can do shortcuts later. Eventually, someone's gonna win that step, you know, and that someone will get the shot at the title. I wonder if it. I believe it happened. I don't know. Didn't Eddie Kingston win? Uh, uh, no, he. That was that battle world thing where he never got eliminated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even that, that's another one. You know, the Battle Royales and shit like that. Okay. You know, everyone in there has a string of wins. You know? Anyway. Uh, so after Baker's promo, then they do the parlay. Uh, the Inner Circle Pinnacle Parlay, which I, I thought this was great. Um, I think everyone who grabbed the mic did a great fucking promo. Uh, even Spears did a great fucking promo. Um... This was great. And then finally, to give the mic to Jericho, he does a great fucking promo. And MJF does a great fucking promo. Everyone did a great fucking promo, except for the last two, which was, um, uh, what's his name there? Swagger? What's his name there? Jack Swagger. Oh, Jack Hager. Hager. You know, Hager and uh, Wardlow didn't do promos. Supposedly, they were supposed to, but they were down on time, so they didn't get them to do promos. Uh, which is fine, because Jericho did a great, and MJF did a great promo. They used the idea of, um, We've all seen it. It's become a meme on the internet, but Jericho's eyes are always red, you know? Because he's old, you know? So they used that here. You know, they took whatever people are using our memes and just own it, you know? And they brought it up here. I thought it was great. And now, uh, and I thought I liked how they did the who gets the man advantage. It's the heels. Heels get the man advantage. Just makes sense. You don't do it any other way. Um... And they decided to just forego a match to fight for the... Because it's, it's, it's a match that doesn't have any heat. Uh, and it just went... And then uh, they put it on Sammy Guevara. You know? He's like, I'm going to be the first one. And you guys can have the fucking man match. Fuck the coin. You know? So I thought it was great. Great promo all around. Um, I think my, I think I said this when this whole thing first started. When it, I think we speculated early on that it was going to end up being blood and guts. You know, I think when they first announced Blood and Guts, something like that. I'm like, this match went from zero. I mean, I don't know if it's a bad thing or a good thing. And the few went from zero to a hundred really quick. Like it started off with M. No, they built up the whole MJF thing with the Inner Circle. Mm-hmm. He Which turned on for months. He turned on okay. He turned on the Inner Circle. He formed his own group, the Pinnacle. They beat down the Inner Circle. Mm-hmm. Inner Circle comes back. They beat down the Pinnacle. They have one, one match between the two groups, and then we got Blood and Guts. To me, Blood and Guts should be that 
Like that to me, that's like the elimination chamber type match. It should be the match that ended the feud, not just early in the feud. Well, they're they're not doing it that way. Um, supposedly, and I don't know how. I mean, Jericho said this in an interview that I heard. But this this is not the end. Right. I, um, I, that that's my point. This war like war. I'm gonna call it war games. War, war games, games war game. should be the last match of the feud. That's like I think I brought this point up when. NWA came up with the original War Games. Mm-hmm. That War Games was designed to end the feud between the Horsemen and the Dusty and between Dusty, Dusty Nikita, the Horsemen and Dusty Nikita and the Road Warriors and the Horsemen. That War Games was designed to end that feud. Mm-hmm. Like the feud went off for months, where it was a series of singles and tags and six man, but it just kept getting out of control, and that's what the War Games came up with. So I feel like this this War Games should have took that path where you have a series of matches like singles matches tag matches six man eight man where nobody's in like nobody can contain this contain it it keeps ending in brawls for months until they have to do this to end the feud mm-hmm. I feel like they, they're doing it too soon uh, I'm, I'm fine with it like it, it, I think they got enough heat on the the, the feud for it to be for yeah. this match, yeah, but the problem is you're not ending the feud after this. Where do you go from this? We'll I mean, see. This feels like but, this feels like a feud ending match. Like you're you, you're locking you're locking ten men or eight men in a steel cage and a double cage to brawl it out, no yeah. disqualification. It feels like it's the type of thing that would end the feud. If this is only the beginning of the feud, where do you go from here? Well, that's the interesting part of it to me. Is where else can they go from here? Exactly. But, where, but we'll see. But the uh, okay. Sunny, uh, whatever. Um, but we'll see. I'm, I am curious. The, the, the thing with this one is that they're saying it's going to be different. Like, they're saying it might not look the way we're expecting it to look. Uh, uh, what does that even mean? Well, we'll see on uh, this Wednesday. Um, but it might not be the same situation. I'm not sure. But it, it, might, it might just be a, like a different uh, cage or something like that. But they're saying it might not be the same type of setup. I forget how the match looks itself. But I'm just saying it's different. They're doing something different. But basically, they said it's the squad. It's it's one. It's one man enters. They said five minutes after every two minutes. They 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 basically laid out how the match. No, I'm not talking about the match. I'm talking about the the feud and how they're doing it and how they were they're trying to do it. It's different. I've been enjoying it. We'll see how it ends. The feud. I have no problem with the feud. The feud is fine. Okay. The inner circle pinnacle feud is fine. I like it. The fact that they're going from having one singles match to this without like building up to it like a singles match with a couple of tags like like I said it should build up to war games it shouldn't go from a couple of backstage brawls to one singles match to war games I feel like I missed a couple I feel like I missed a couple of steps no, I think it's fine I mean it's, it's just as built up as the kings of NXT and UE yeah like so, so basically, they're doing exactly what WWE does. That's what I'm saying. It's being built up like a WWE feud. Then, no, I'm just saying like the feud is fine. I would prefer more matches. You know, I've said that, but I'm thinking what they're I'm thinking. I'm, I'm what they're giving us. I'm I'm fine with it. You know, but uh, and we'll see how the feud dies off if if they go beyond this. Yeah, I just I said I guess I guess I'm trying to wrap my head around where do you go where do you go after war games like? But that's the interesting part. That's the thing I want to see what, what they're gonna do with it. 
if they're gonna do anything bigger than this or if maybe it'll just end with a title match or some shit like that we'll see like I said, the way from zero to hundred was it was just a weird way to get. Like you could have saved War Games for your next pay per view, and you would have you would have had a couple of months of they wanted matches. It. They wanted this for life. They promised this for live TV last year. Now they're delivering on it. It was supposed to be for live TV last year. Then you could have done live TV like the week after the pay per view. Then like the pay per view could have been where it broke down for good. And that's when you decide to do war games. Like, there's so many other ways they could have did it besides not having any matches between the two groups outside of one match to write to war games. They, they could have built it up more. Yeah. They could have showed the volatility more besides outside of the two backstage brawls. They could show the volatility more. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm good with it. All right. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> so next up, we had um, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick versus Imperium. And they, they, they kept trying to build up that that Drake didn't trust Dean. Oh, wait. Uh, for this, you had McKenzie interview M.S. Kushida. Which was a... That was a good interview. Yeah. I like the whole M.S. Kushida. Uh, the Way and Indy Loomis. What was this about? Oh, yeah, they were complaining. This is where they kind of revealed, you know, subtly to us that it's it's... Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae that are sending these flowers to um, to these girls saying that it's from Loomis. Um, because, it, you know, Loomis they're trying is to not, get, trying to get not, in her head. Because yeah, yeah. Um, they're, I don't know, it's that stuff. Well, no, it's the way trying to get inside their head because they, they want to tackle I understand what show. they're doing. It's just, it's that stuff. And okay. then they show Finn on vacation. Which I thought was funny. No, yeah, he's taking a break, you know. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Um, right, so we had the match. The match was okay. I actually enjoyed the match a lot. I mean, period was great. Yeah, both of them. I thought they were both were great. Um, I gave it three and a half. Uh, same here. Um, what? The, I wrote D and D. Oh, Drake and uh, down and Drake and Dane. Um, yeah, I thought the match was fine. I thought it was uh, more than fine. I thought it was really good. Uh, Imperium were great. Uh, I do like the nuance of now. What's his face? Wolf. They didn't want to attack Dane. Yeah, you know? they're setting up something. I, I like the storytelling. I like yeah. that, you know, it's a slow burn feud. Yeah. It's a slow burn. Because you know Dane's going to turn, it's going to join him eventually. Well, is that the impression we're getting? Easy. And I like the slow burn behind it. And I like, or, or is Imperium going to turn on them? You know? Is Imperium going to turn on Wolf and yeah. recruit Dane or something? Or he turns on Wolf and Dane comes to the rescue? Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of like that, that and, and what's cool about that is then you can incorporate Thatcher into that because yeah. Thatcher came out comes out to help Imperium yeah, yeah. So you, you, you can have this offset version of Imperium as the good guys maybe give them a different name you know, so you have Thatcher Dane Wolf no no have Thatcher with Imperium and now against oh. Dane and Wolf maybe Tommaso Ciampa helps them out I'm just saying, you have Thatcher as joins um, Fabian Ackner and Marcel Bartel as a new Imperium. They kick they kick Wolf out because Wolf didn't want to attack Killian Dane. So you have that. You have Imperium versus Dane and Wolf. Yeah, that could work. But uh, I also like the part where what's his name, Drake, the little guy, Drake, was reaching for attack. Right. Remember, he bitched about it before that he that Dane wasn't going to be there for him. 
He's 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 crawling back and he's reaching out for that tag without looking. But then the, one of the Imperium guys grabs Dane and pulls him down. And then he doesn't get the tag because and he doesn't see that the Imperium guy right. pulled them down. So now he's confused and he and like his he what he said came true, you know, all that shit. You know, so I kinda like that. I like that's like like no nuance shit. Like there might be some chips, you know, the you know, cracks in the the tag team and shit like that. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Alright, next up though, we had Pete Dunn promo. Yeah, Pete Dunn going after I mean, he hasn't said who Belsky, I don't have it on here. But I, I think he's go, he's probably going after the NXT type chip. That, that I think that's what he's focusing on. Please what he says maybe that's what it sounds like. I mean he mentioned the North American, he keeps mentioning all these other things, so it's up in the air. But I love the promo. The video anyway. And then they did the part two of the Grimes thing. Yeah, which which we'll skip. Um, they show Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart receiving flowers from Frankie Monet. Yeah, because they were supposed to have a match with Aaliyah and Kamea. And then they, on the side, and on ringside, they get the the flowers. Right, and then Candice and LeRae come out. Yeah. And they start brawling, leading to a street fight next week yeah. for the tag titles. Yeah, and then you got those idiots in the ring thinking they won the titles because yeah, yeah. it was a count out. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I'm <laughs> thinking, I'm like, did they give him the titles? This just might happen here. <laughs> no, but they didn't know. So no, they didn't. They didn't. But so next week we're getting that match. That should be a, that. I mean, hopefully they won't overbook this, and it'll just be a good match. Well, it's a street fight. Odds right. are going to be overbooked. Well, not, I don't but know, not over overbooked. What's the difference between a street fight and a no and false count anyway? Street fight means what? They, they um they they allow they show more weapons. They show more. weapons. Yeah, like false count anyway. You go back. I guess street fight is more. Like weapons, I guess. But is it, street fight is supposed to be false count anyway, right? Because it's street fight. Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's supposed to be a false count. Anyway. I don't know. They, huh. you know what they should do? They, they should keep these two fights here, and then they should have a no DQ fight, and then a no holds barred fight, and then we could just argue all day about what's the difference between all these fights. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we had um, Arish Markazi. I don't know who he is. I think you were ESPN. Yeah, he's an ESPN uh, interviewer. Interviewing uh, Adam Cole, and Adam Cole is rushing him. He's on the phone. He's like, are we going to do this? He goes, oh, you're ready? <laughs> he's like, he did the same thing. Are you rushing me? Yeah, the the idea was he's on the phone waiting for them. And they're waiting on him. And they were waiting on him. So he's being the dick, you know, yeah. that type of thing. He's being Adam Cole. Yeah, he's being Adam Cole. You know, he's you know, basically him talking about he's not bothered by a loss to Kyle O'Reilly, and he thinks it's laughable that Cross and O'Reilly, Cross or O'Reilly, think they can take his spot. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go, I go, I dominate no where I where I end up. Yeah. So I mean, I think he's gonna stay in NXT. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to see Cole on Raw SmackDown because he's that he's so small. I, I he'll get lost in the shuffle there. Yeah. He'll get pushed a little bit early on, and that's it. But to go AEW, no. <laughs> but you know Daniel Bryan losing Sunday. I mean Friday to Roman, the story that Roman that he might end up on NXT. Mm. So we might get Daniel Bryan at Cole, oh. which would would be awesome. All right. Um, I love this promo video interview thing. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought Adam Cole came off as a superstar, and he, even at the end where he, he's like, "Are we done? Can I leave?" You know, I'm yeah, leaving, yeah. You know, and he leaves and shit like that. You know, you have me sitting here in the, in the fucking hot sun and shit like that. I thought it was great. I thought the whole thing was great. He came off 
sounding like a superstar. Yeah. And uh, it was great. He's a, he's a superstar, everyone. It ends with, um, I don't know if he said it. Kyle O'Reilly like, look, watching the camera, yeah. shaking his head, watching it on TV. Yeah. He didn't seem like cool Kyle anymore. No. So, We're going to get Kyle O'Reilly at Cole in a legit match. And when they have when you when NXT allows them to have a real match, right. it's gonna be a banger. Huh. So so that not not unsanctioned match shouldn't have been like the end of that? Cause they, cause they take they're I'm not joking, buddy. Yeah, 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 buddy. <laughs> um after this, I don't know if you have it, I had something that I was kinda of confused about. The Diamond Mine. Yeah, a little promo Is this that, a faction or a new person? I don't know. Everybody, the, one, the thing, first thing I heard everybody said Tessa Blanchard I heard yeah I heard about that I don't think so but. it might be hopefully um, hopefully <laughs> ho- it might be um, Scott Steiner's son oh that's right yeah I totally it, forgot about him yeah I totally so forgot maybe may a uh, Rick Steiner's son so it might be him do you think the, I don't know the, the Diamond Mine if that's his name that's so dumb that's a dumb yeah. name I'm yeah. hoping it's a group that, that involves Steiner, and, and it did. And, it, and if you watch the video, it was kind of like MMA stuff. It was very so, MMA. They had a cage, or maybe it's maybe they're gonna bring in the that Raw Underground thing. No, but repackage it for NXT and call it the Diamond Mine. Like this is the Diamond Mine, mm. and instead of and they'll have like I don't know. That's stupid because I was gonna say like a diamond ring. No, in in like a diamond shaped cage or some shit like that. I'm hoping it's a faction or at least a wrestler. Yeah. You know, maybe he represents like maybe they're trying to build up like a, a new heart dungeon. Oh maybe. Like that kind of faction. You know, they came out of the diamond mine, which yeah. is a, like a like a training facility. Yeah. Which I wouldn't mind if they, if they, if it's done right, I wouldn't mind that. It'd be, it'd be interesting. So next up, main event. MS Kushida versus Legato del Fantasma, and I loved every second of this match. This was great. This was phenomenal. Yeah. I went three and three quarters on this. Same. Same thing. It was phenomenal, and it ended with the Guard of the Fantasma getting a win and standing front and center holding all the belts up. The tag belts and the cruiserweight belt. Yeah, yeah, that was great. They were dominant, uh, Legato. Um, I thought Wesley had a great, like, like at one point they got rid of, um, what's that? What's the white guy's name? I'm just kidding. Uh, um, oh, um, Desmond, uh, Desmond Xavier. Yeah, they got rid of Xavier. That's not his name here, but that's right, Cole. Yeah. Nate Carter or something like that? Something Nash like, Carter. Yeah. They got rid of Nash Carter. They got rid of Kushida. You know, so Wesley was by there, in there by himself. So they're beating shit about Wesley. Then Wesley gets his comeback on all three of them. And it looks believable. And it's great. And But then, you know, of course, it's, it's not enough. You know, and, and because it's, it's three on one. I thought this whole thing was great. Uh, yeah, this is my match in Night Fight next week. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I and I Legado del Fantasma is legit contenders for all those belts now, and I can see them hold, in a few, within a few months holding all three of those belts. Yeah, which would be fun. Yeah, you think they'll do that on live TV? I think they'll win something at one of the takeovers. A takeover. You think they'll wait for the takeover? Yeah. Cause I think I think they're gonna have MSK go through Grizzle Young Vets first. Yeah. So I think yeah. So I think those tag titles. Will be for takeover, and I think the, the cruiserweight will be for a live TV. Yeah, I make more because sense. I'm assuming he still has that open challenge out. I don't know if it was just for one show. No, I think it's still there. Yeah, 
So uh, I think Legado will be the next. Um, Santos will be the next one to to claim the the title, to to get the title shot. You done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Baker, Sammy Duh. Okay. Uh, then we have what was supposed to be Knack versus Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston destroys Knack. And he's he's threatening to destroy his leg. Omega comes out. And he's like, go ahead. And he's like, matter of fact, I have other goons. And he and now out, out of nowhere comes uh, Brandon Cutler, who's all flustered and shit like that. But turns out Moxie was kicking his ass back there. And Moxie comes out. He grabs Kenny. And they throw him in the ring. And then they threaten to break his leg unless they give him a match between Ken, uh, Kenny and Knock. So they get that match from Callus. Just whatever segment. Uh, like I said, Moxie, the Mega's leg. Uh, after this, we have uh, Siobhan. Well, didn't you didn't you that didn't you do, did you talk about how how Moxie was gonna break Kenny's leg unless he got a, a match? Yeah. Got, yeah. Yeah, I brought that up. I said that. Okay. Yeah, because I said that Moxie came in, brought he threw Kenny in the ring, and he was they're gonna break his leg unless he got a match okay. with him and Knock. Um, Giovanni interviews Taz, which gets interrupted by Christian. Christian does actually a really good promo here. Um, it was weird because I don't I don't recall Christian doing long promos. This was like a long promo for Christian, um, but I liked it. It was a good promo. Um, Chris Statlander defeats Penelope Ford. Uh, this was a good match. Uh, Chris Statlander has a great power slam. Yeah, she does that that snap off the ropes power slam like Dustin does and Randy Orton does. I'm I'm assuming she gets trained by Dustin because it, it was it was beautiful. Um, this match was good. I liked it a lot. I gave it three and a half. And uh, same here. Yeah. The something happened after this. Oh well, Kip was here with Penelope Ford, and I was expecting Miro to just run out and interfere, but it didn't happen. So I was disappointed at this point. I was like, oh, I wanted death. Yeah, you know, I wanted someone to die. I wanted Kip to die here, but it didn't happen at this point. Uh, Ten does a promo, uh, and Ten Preston Vance from the Dark Order does a promo. It's a really good promo, and it's it's very personal. Because he's talking about how he wants what Brody Lee meant to him. And Brody Lee was the TNT champion for the Dark Order. And he wants to bring the title back in honor of his former leader. And I thought it was great. Uh, it was great. It sounded very personal. It was good uh, promo time for 10. I liked it. Um, after this, we have the Nightmare Factory. No. Yeah, Nightmare Family, excuse me. Which is Gunn, Billy Gunn, Dustin... And Lee Johnson, Big Shotty, versus The Factory, which is QT Marshall, Nick Camarado, and Solo, Aaron Solo. Uh, this was okay match. It wasn't great or anything like that. Uh, they put over the Ogogo's uh, punch again, uh, and then The Factory get the one, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. The Factory won? I believe so. Yeah, because yeah, cause he... Um, QT got the pin on Johnson because um, Ogogo came in and punched him and then uh, QT got the pin on Johnson. Yeah. And then there was the aftermatch stuff where there's a brawl that because uh, the factory came in with inside of uh, Nightmare Factory 
bus. And then uh, and Cody was there. Yeah, Cody. Yeah, Cody apparently decided not to watch the match and went into his 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 bus during the match. He was watching TV in the bus. Yeah, and then uh, Cody comes out and they fight. Somehow this fight ends up on top of the the bus, which looked really cool. The only part that I was cracking up and I didn't understand. Can, do you do you know where I'm, I, the part I just was like, what the fuck is this? No. Why is she there? Aubrey. Why was Aubrey up there? Oh yeah. <laughs> and then she's yelling at QT because QT's tapping, and she's just yelling at his face like you're a fucking. I don't know. It was weird. But I didn't understand Aubrey's like being there unless they're trying to say they're gonna have like a. They are. They're having a match next week. I know they're having a match, but are they trying to say they're gonna have a on top of the bus match or some shit like that? It was weird. I was like, why is Aubrey up there? But other than that, it was a great look. Um, it was a good little heat for that match that they're having next week. Um, three and a half, I gave this whole thing. Uh, I like three, three and a quarter. Then they told us what we have next week. Like you said, we have Cody versus QT Marshall. Uh, Omega and Knock versus Eddie and uh, Moxley. Britt Baker is in action. SCU. Oh, I forgot to say that, did I? After the Bucks match, uh, SCU came out and they did a promo. Um, Reminding us that they, they have that stipulation on themselves that if they lose a match, they're going to stop being a team. And um, they haven't lost. They're number one contenders right now. And uh, they came out, did a promo on the Bucks. Uh, for some reason, this led to a, a Fatal 4-Way match for next week. Which is going to be SEU versus Jurassic Express versus Varsity Blondes. Versus acclaimed, and uh, I guess the winner gets the title shot or some shit. Um, and then, and then of course we're getting blood and guts, which, as you, uh, as we all thought, there was there was rumors that this was going to be a one match show. It's not true. I think it's going to be a one match show for the people there. I think these matches are going to be taped and whatnot. Oh, okay. Because they got to set up all that shit. You know, they're not going to have those regular matches inside the cage. Yeah, and they can't do NXT. WWE do they lower yeah, the cage. They, they lower it Cause down. Because they're, they're... Unless... Unless... Blood and... Gu- no, that wouldn't make sense. I think Blood, blood and Guts was taped. No, no. Because people... They've sold tickets for this. Right. And after... um, They announced the, the, the card, they said that you're only going to see this match when you get here. Right. It's only the Blood and Guts. So it was probably what made people think there was going to be a so one it, match it was show. sort of true. Yeah, in a sense. If you were there, the partici- right. Yeah, for the participants. So later on, they even said, like, listen, all you're getting when you come is this one match. So if you want a refund, you can get a refund. Right. If that's not enough for you. Um, but yeah. So that was the thing. So Blood and Guts will be live. And I think all this other stuff that they announced is probably they're going to tape either now or, or on Tuesday or something. Well, like they that. taped it already. It was possibly taped. I, I don't know. I think they're either they taped it, you know, during the Thursday or Friday or something like or that. Or they ta- oh they're gonna tape it when they after they set up. What they might do, they might they might tape it after they set up both rings. So it looks like it's live. Yeah. Oh maybe yeah. Well they might want to do that. Yeah. They might want to do it at night. I'm thinking they'll tape, they'll tape it like Tuesday night or something. Yeah. That's, yeah. So they might. Like do Monday it night after the cage is all set up, we'll, we'll, we'll get a bunch of fans and we'll tape it. Well, when they do tape shows, they don't generally have fans there. Um, 
it's just the the wrestlers on the side. Um, when it's live, that's when they have the fans there. The tape shows, it's the next day, so they don't really put fans on the, right. the seats the next day. Um, but yeah, so but this might be different. We'll see. Uh, and then the big news for me, anyway, May twelfth, the week after, is that next week? The week after Blood and Guts. Yeah. Then uh, on Dynamite, Moxley, John Moxley versus Eugene Nagata for the IWGP US title. Oh, it's gonna be beautiful. That's a great fucking match. Uh, if you don't know Yuji Nagata, if you don't know the Blue Justice, go on YouTube, go on Daily Motion, find a match, any match. The only thing I heard about him they wrestled WCW. At one point, yeah, he was in WCW with Sonny Ono, I believe. So, dude must be like 50. He's 51. Doesn't matter. The dude's great. Okay. The dude's great. The dude had match of year contenders last year with um, Suzuki and shit like that. The dude puts on bangers. And this shit is going to be a fucking banger. Okay. Trust me. Trust me. Okay? They don't age like, like our wrestlers age. This motherfucker is going to surprise everyone. He's still active now. Um, so I can't wait for that. I cannot wait for that one. Um, let me see. Lost my spot. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm at the main event, I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. This was the part I was waiting for. Uh, Kip gets the beatdown. You know, he's, he's, they show him backstage, and he's like, I don't know what people are so, you know, up in arms about. You know, I'm just going to talk to him and, and, and squash the problem. So he goes, he sees Miro. Mero, I forgot Mero threw it, threw something at him and started beating the ever-loving shit out of him. And this is the Mero I've been waiting for. They did the 180 on Mero. He fucking destroys Kip to a point where you start feeling sorry for Kip. And he's destroyed his arm. And he gives him a hug. He says, good talk. Well, off, off camera, he goes, good talk. Uh, and then he leaves. Loved it. Can't wait to see what they do with him next. And then we have the main event... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I said three and a half for the, the, the factor thing. Um, Darby defeating 10. I uh, thought this was a great, great match. Uh, those are a great finish for both. Um, 10 looked great here. The Darby looked great. The, 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 the promo. Yeah, I already talked about the promo before this. I don't know why I wrote that here. The, oh, this was great. The, who came out to interfere? It was Ego, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ethan came. He hit, um, he did something to, um, Darby. Darby's down. Then you have Preston Vance, or 10. He's like, he doesn't know what to do. He's looking at his, his Dark Order guys. Like, he doesn't want to take advantage because he's still a face-ish type of guy. Right? So, but they're telling him, like, yo, it, it's not your fault. Right? Just, just take, take advantage of it. Right? So, Um, then and then so he, he so he goes to get the pin he doesn't get the pin um, and then the match continues and then Darby gets the the the, the Preston kept trying to get his finisher one of his finishers is the the, the full Nelson gimmick uh, but Darby uh, reverses it uh, by kicking off the, the turnbuckle into a pin and it's one two three I love this I thought it was great I gave it four um Match was good. I'm I'm a little bored with 
Darby getting his ass kicked every week and then finding a way to win every week. It's like like I when I, when when the match started and the more Darby was getting his ass kicked by Preston Vance ten, mm-hmm. the more like oh, Darby's gonna come out and win this match. Like it's it's like that's that's how all his matches are now. He gets his ass kicked the entire match and he finds a way to come back and win. What the, he's a great seller. That's what, yeah, that's but, what you put him in there for. It, it just didn't do anything for me. I went three and a half. It was still a fine match. But it didn't do anything. Like, I was, I was, I'm getting bored with the thing of him getting his ass kicked every week to come back and win it. I'm getting bored with that. Because it's kind of it's kind of predictable now. Like, I didn't think Brent's... Look, I didn't think Brent's defense was going to beat him anyway. I don't care about him not winning it. I'm fine with that. But you had... That's the formula from Darby Allen now. He's a punching bag for most of the match, and he finds a way to sneak out a win. Yeah. To me, that's boring. I mean, it's it's it, how is that boring? They, I don't keep, understand. It's like, not, it wasn't if boring. He, if what they, he's doing keep, in the ring is they, entertaining, but they keep doing how it. Every, the it's the boring? same thing every week. Every time he defends that title, every week is the same exact thing. He gets his ass kicked. He finds a way to get a sneaky win. That's his character. Oh, okay. I, uh, that's me, all, that's what he does. You know, and they're building something up with him and um, Ethan. Uh, and possibly Mero later on. Uh, Mero should be the one that takes it off him. But uh, yeah, the, he's the come from under guy. I guess yeah. I just didn't like because he's great at selling. It it, it, it it didn't do anything. It didn't do anything for him. It's like, it was like the same. It's the same thing every every week though. You know, have him go out there and defend the title once and, just, and be dominant once. Change it up. But they don't change it. the same thing every week. He comes out there, gets his ass kicked every week, and finds a way to, to get like a sneaky win in. I don't know, to grab somebody, you know, to get a roll-up pin or something like that. It's the same thing every week. Because he's being smarter than the other guy. Yeah, but it's the same thing every week, though. But that's what it's supposed to be. That's consistency. Consist- he's smarter than the other guy, so he is beats not them. Al- consistency is not always a good thing. It's consistency we've been doing the same cheap... Like the same gimmicky win every week. Gimmicky win? Like, it's How's like, that gimmicky? I just, look, first of all, probably I think it should have been Tyler Darby Allen a long time ago. No. When, they, when they did the feud with... Nope. Disagree. You know why? Why? He's a top draw for that company. Every week he's and been he, main eventing, and every week he gets one of the biggest numbers. This week he was the biggest number. Right? With 10... Because pe- people. people want to see yeah. how he manages to, to sneak a win in this week. Doesn't listen. His matches are entertaining. He sneaks it out regardless. The match is entertaining. He's throwing himself all around. He's doing wrestling stuff in the ring, and then the other guy. Then he sells for the other guy. He does everything a pro wrestler is supposed to do. He, he does moves. He entertains. He sells. All of it great. The only thing he's not perfect at is promos. That's why it all, it all has to be pre-taped in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I just... It, it's becoming like every week... Like, all of his matches, that's how he went to all of his matches now. Since he won that title, that's how he went to all of his matches. What a sneaky win. Not all of them. Most of them. Not Most all of them. them. That's Most not how he did with uh, Jungle Boy. Yeah, when it's like a bigger he, guy, that's how he's gonna do it because it's a bigger guy. 
You gotta put over the bigger guy is bigger. You know? He's yeah, but wouldn't, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be more You know, like his finisher isn't some magical finisher that just kills you. You know, just because it's a quote unquote finisher. You know? He has that other finisher. What does he call it? When he crosses the legs and he does the pin. You know? It's a, it's just the pin. And that's one of his finishers. I forgot what he calls it. Where he crosses the legs and then he grab pulls you all the way around and gets you like a pin that you can't kick out of. Yeah. Okay, I just, I mean, okay, I mean, I watched the match. It was, okay, I went three and a half on it. It was fine. I just, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it didn't blow me away. It's okay. You too, people. What you do with a lot of AEW though? So they, they're good. It's solid. It's, it's nothing bad about it. Just doesn't do anything for me. And granted, a lot of that the NXT does the exact same thing. Uh, it's fine. No. So, most of it's just doing anything for me. Like it's, I said a few things here and there. It's like, eh, it's okay. They're my NXT? Both. Uh, I, I've, these last few weeks, they've been on a good stride with their shows from AEW. Has been on a good stride with their shows. Um, I, I just, I think it, for me, I'm getting great matches and I'm also getting great pro wrestling TV and I, I'm enjoying it and it's great promo work great matches great pro wrestling TV huh? I'm loving it I'm loving it it's not all perfect of course not yeah the way you talk about it though you make it seem like it's perfect no I don't when I don't like something I don't like it and I've called it out here before don't even try to say I don't you know it's just that they do shit that makes more sense to me you know you gave right now Page and you gave Cage and Page three and three quarters yeah, it was that good. Okay. Alright. So what was your match of the night for NXT? Match of the night for NXT, I agree with you, was uh, Legato versus MS Kushida. Uh, match of the night for AW. I'm going to let you answer that first. What, you, what, you, what was your match of the night? I don't know. I mean... Honestly, I don't know. I mean... Cage versus Page. No. Okay. <laughs> that was my worst match tonight. Um, hmm. To me, it was the main event. I'm going to go with, even though I don't like them, I'm going to go with the Bucks against the Sidels. I only got like tag team guys. I'm, I, I enjoy good tag team guys. The match wasn't bad. I just, I'm not a fan of the Bucks. The match itself wasn't bad at all. I'll go with that in the match tonight. No, that was a really good match. I loved it. I know your show tonight, so I'm not even going to ask you. Yeah, it was AEW. Uh, I do feel like this week's NXT was better than last week's. More structured in the way, like last week, like the last half was great when the first half was garbage. This week, I just felt like there was some good spots here, good spots here, good spots here. I'm going to go with a tie this week. Match of the night. Match of the week. Match of the week. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. That six-man tag and an NXT. I'm going to agree with you. Definitely a match of the week. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to agree with you. Wow, surprise. Actually, I'm going to change my... You're an idiot. No, no, no. I'm not changing my vote. I'm still giving that vote. But I gave that match three and three quarters. I'm changing that to four. You know what? Me too. It was that good. Because I gave the Derby match four. So I'm going to give that four. Yeah, I would think I went three and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you on that four. It, it, I should have gave it after that's what I should have gave it from the beginning. 
All right, we still are deciding on Isolation Mania. Yes, I got ideas. I, I do. Find I do. I have matches. a couple too. Uh, you're booking it, I assume. This week, I'm, uh, this this one I'm gonna book. Uh, I just gotta find some good matches. Now the question, the proper question I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna put it out there. Now that the world is opening up again, yeah, and people are going out more now, yeah. do you guys still want to do Isolation Mania? We're not staying in anymore. I think like, we well, should. Maybe change the name. Or maybe keep the name for a legacy. You know? Maybe. Or maybe you can change it to like... We'll think of, as my, another, another name we got to think of. Yeah, another name. That's, I, that's just great. You didn't help. <laughs> you did not help the situation. I roll with that. Buddy. So call it, why go out? <laughs> that's what we'll call it. Why, why go, go out? out of mania? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Why go out, Cade? Why go out, Cade? <laughs> No, it's, not. It's, a little, it's a little it's a lot to put out yeah, there yeah yeah yeah, you gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotta ask people to work to get that yeah one. it doesn't flow it doesn't, yeah. flow, it doesn't <laughs> flow right yeah yeah alright so we are out of here um guys don't please if you can get your vaccine get your jabs I was watching real quick real, last thing real quick so I'm watching CNN this morning I was up at 8 o'clock this morning for some weird reason but I went to bed at 10 o'clock last night <laughs> see I'm a, I don't want nobody tell me I'm not a rock star. I'm still a rock star. I don't care if I'm getting into bed at 10 o'clock at night on Saturday night. I'm still a rock star. So they, they were having a round table at CNN, and everybody was there in person. And they said, we're all here together for the first time because we're all vaccinated. Oh, yeah. And that's what, that's what it is. If you all get if everybody, 30% of the country is fully vaccinated, just get your fucking vaccination. The crack of people are like, oh, I don't know what's in those vaccines. You don't know what's in chicken McNuggets and hot dogs either. Just look at that shit. You know what the fuck a bridge is made out of? I'm, I'm still crossing, motherfucker. I'm saying, <laughs> get look. There's no people get sick from vaccines. From round two, that's your body doing its job. Yeah. You were sick for two days from it. Yeah. But you look at you. You're fine, right? Relatively, yeah. Yeah. Anything that's wrong with me has nothing to do with the vaccine. Yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah. It was there before. I people at my job got <laughs> it. They got sick after round two. Listen, well, listen. The vaccine is like the super soldier serum. It just brings out who you are. Exactly. Le- like, like legit. You get to go out and be who you are. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was watching... That was on Le- that cuff, by yeah, the way, it guys. Was. That's Golf clap. I'm here all day. Um, <laughs> unfortunately. So you flip your chairs when you go out. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, you got these Trump supporters. You got that, oh, I had it for five hours and I was fine. You didn't have it for five fucking hours. If you only had it, you were sick. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. But these Trump supporters want Trump to get all the credit for the vaccine, but they don't want to take it. But your dear leader, according to you, your dear leader came up with it. Take the fucking vaccine. Yeah. Trump got it. Yeah. Just get your look. Just I'm getting off topic. Just get your vaccine. If you, if you can, just get it. I'm getting my first jab this week. Just get it. You're not going to die from the vaccine. And it's sick for, I think that's throwing a lot of people off. They get sick after, they have people getting sick after the second one. It's freaking them out. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, you just deal with it. Just get your fucking vaccine. Yeah. It's not going to kill you. Nobody's died from the vaccine. No. Now, trust me, if they did some, if one person died from it, Fox News would be all over this shit. Yeah. And they would stop the vaccine. Right. They did that with um, Johnson, Johnson & Johnson. Johnson. Because, you know what cracks me up about that? And I want to tell So and Yeah, it wasn't even... They were just being cautious. Johnson right. & Johnson pulled it off. Five or six people... Or maybe six. ten people six got got some kind of weird side effect, like a brain fat side effect from yeah. it. Yeah, and people lost their fucking minds. 
conservatives lost their fucking minds. They're like, oh my God, six people got sick from this. We can't have it. But 2.3... Yeah, they gave it to millions of people. Yeah, yeah no. Then there's, then there's maybe less than 2% voter fraud and they think All that right. shit's real though. That shit didn't really happen though. Yeah. Make up your minds, people. What, percent, what math do you want to use here? Yeah. Now, what fucking math do you guys want to use? But there's the real ones at wars. <laughs> Politics. No shit. <laughs> I remember we were gonna come up with a show, a, a political the, the leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> we never happened. No, those act that because we're not smart people. If we you, don't have if to you be, didn't get that idea, we don't have to be smart about politics. <laughs> basically, we just talk about opinions. Like Christopher Titus does a podcast. He's book smart. He's not book smart. He's street smart. He does a lot of reading yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And he does podcasts talking about the show all the time. Yeah. Just based on what he reads and he does research. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I think there's already a podcast called Leftovers. Leftovers? I think so. There's the podcast on the left. I know that one. I heard somebody did one called The Leftovers. When I, when I read it, I was like, son of a bitch, we should sue. I mean, like, how many followers I got? I don't know. I gotta look into it. I don't know. But anyway, get your vaccines. We'll and, keep, and keep wearing your masks. We'll, we'll come out with The Leftovers, kind of like when FTR came out with the... What were they calling themselves? The Revival. Weren't they trying to come out with their Revival? No, no. What were they calling themselves when they were coming into AEW? Oh. But they got sued because there was another tag team with the oh, same name. Oh, oh, um... Retribution? No. Revelation? Yeah. Revelation. Something like that. Yeah, kind of like that. We'll, we'll just use the name until we get sued. <laughs> it, um, see, the problem is real quick. People don't... They, they all, if I get vaccinated, I gotta wear a mask. You know why you gotta wear a mask? Because you don't know who's around you that hasn't been vaccinated yet. If, guess what? If we're all vaccinated, none of us have to wear masks. Yeah. That's my motivation for getting vaccinated. If I have to wear a fucking mask. Yeah. We're missing Comic-Con again this year. Yeah, I'm not going. And I'm not going. This, there'll be two years we didn't go to Comic-Con. Two years, Frankie. I'm all right with it. I'm not. You know why? Because I, I haven't been buying comics. <laughs> because I'm primarily because of the, COVID, the, the pandemic. I, yeah. I haven't been... Interested in buying comics? We, we there was that big lull, like when the comic stores were closed and stuff like that. Right, right. And then when they reopened and they changed the dates because the distribution stuff changed and all that stuff. I was like, I'm so far behind on everything. I'm like, I'm not into it. Yeah, I mean, I'm still. Like, I still get graphic novels. And yeah, stuff like yeah, yeah. That. I still read off of the apps that I have, the services like Comicsology and um, the DC app, the Marvel app, even. I still read off of those, but I'm going to, like classics. I'm like I'm rereading Grant Morrison's JLA stuff. You know? I mean, yeah. Like, uh, what are we talking about? I don't know. Let's call it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that. We're missing Comic Con. Yeah. Alright, so we're out of here. Get your vaccinations. Love and peace. Two.